everybody, and welcome to episode 310 of the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast. I'm Jim. I'm going to be joined by Eric in just a little bit. But first, let me tell you where you can find us all over the internets. You can go to Twitter, where we are at uh, Weird Science DC. You follow us, we'll follow you on back. You stop following us, we'll follow you as well. And we also have a website, weirdsciencedccomics.com where you can go and read all the written reviews each and every week, which it seems with the news we're going to get less and less, and we're going to have to kind of figure out how we're going to deal with that as everybody is trying to, you know, figure out things, and we're all waiting to see what goes down. Talk a little bit more about that in the mail this week. We also have a YouTube channel, Weird Science Comics, where I do video reviews of Marvel and DC stuff. And we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science, where you can go and support us, but also get a ton of shows in the meantime. One of the big shows that we talk about each week is the DC Comics Patreon-only spotlight. Two books picked by the badasses to get fresh. And they end up usually picking some big books, and they did this week. And, of course, I mean Batman and the Outsiders number 15, right? That's what I'm talking about? That's a strike. Uh, Actually, we also had to talk about Dark Knight's Death Metal number three, all because of them. That's a big book. And the spotlight... We usually go a little longer. It ended up almost being, I think, an hour and 20 minutes this past week. So those two books, hour and 20 minutes, we dive deep into those. But like I said, I I blame the badasses is who I blame when they end up picking the big books. But I'm not going to blame them right now. I'm going to salute them. Salute. And I I do that with the badass roll call. Yeah. Here we go. We got Jay Jennings, Optimus Prime, Josh Murray, who I hear is not a robot. Andrew, he's in Belfast, I hear. Adam W. Lafferty, Thomas D. Fellrath, Ted Propes. And I have to tell Ted that later on, I mentioned that I have a cousin, Ronnie, whose last name is Propes. It's actually the deal. We may be related, Ted, but... Eric throws shade at that name, and I have nothing to do with it. And you can write in and tell him that he is ridiculous. Lawrence Lee, Crow T. Robot, Rob Lewis, my man Rob Lewis, Forrest Pauly, Cam, Joseph Watchsick, Dalton Edom, Matt Razor, D-Man 3000, all-new Dave, Lady Abby, Niels T. Wart. I hope he's doing okay. We haven't heard of his exploits. David Fink, Joey Bear, Costco, have a problem. Stephen Baum. He likes the hockey. He has back problems. Tony Walton, Brian King, Michael G. Ken Halleck, Paulie P. Down Under, Comic Boom Rocky, Cellar Dweller, Mark Jager, Eric G. Aldrin Stoja, Ulysses Jones, Nick Adams, Bill Beer, Ruben, Carlos, Lone Wolf Marv, T. Funk, Luke Hollywood, Simon, Luis Ramos. I was going to say, I usually do better when Eric's not here. I'm going to have to get a longer theme. Holy moly, Luis. Manship, Swanee, Anthony G, Josh Vermillion, Bobby Bain, my man Pete from NYC, Manga, Mark, Brandy Murray, and Double A-Ron. Where is A-Ron right now? I think he's in Minnesota is what I think. Probably watching comedy movies with his wife. That's what he was doing, he was. And also shout out to the ultimate badass, Reggie. I was thinking about Reggie this week. Ended up in going back and reading, reading, listening to a bunch of stuff with Reggie. And it's one of those things. It makes you sad, but it, it kind of puts a smile on your face. So shout out to Reggie. Thought about him when all this DC stuff went down. 
uh, because of the idea Reggie's father had worked in the comic business. And I used to, you know, talk to him about these big things that went down. So, yeah, Reggie, I miss you. But we're going to go off to the podcast here. Uh, now the theme's too long. It's like one of those things. It's too short, too long. Where are we? Where are I in the middle? I'll start singing to the badass theme. Hey there, this is the badass theme. We're going to go, do you know what I mean? Da, 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 da. I, how long is this thing? <laughs> Why wasn't it this long before? Where is A.A. Ron right said now? said he's in Minnesota. Jeez, that guy doesn't listen. He doesn't listen at all. Oh, we're done. All right. Now, I hope that I didn't mess up and miss anybody. If I did, as always, I apologize. I, I'm loopy is what I am. And really, when we go into this, me and Eric are going to be talking about the books in just a minute. Don't worry. And when we get into it, I was having problems. I hadn't slept in a day or two, and I really was frazzled. So forgive me if I sound crazy. Is my friend crazy? No, just stupid. But we're going to go off now to me and Eric talking about the books. Yes, and it's time for the reviews. Eric, we have some books here tonight. And if things are what they seem to be, we're going to have a lot shorter podcast coming down the line with the whole line of books being whittled down a bit. But you're sure to have enough Batman. Batman will always remain, will always end up, you know, kicking butt, Eric. Like always they has, always will. Yeah, it will. And I, I love the idea where people are like, oh my God, they're they're just gonna have Batman. No, the people are already arguing about that. I mean, people have been complaining about that for years. Uh, but the whole idea of this and all the people with the whole layoffs at DC and all the news that's coming out in dribs and drabs and things like that. You know, me and you, basically, I would think that I'm going to speak for you. I know you speak for Green Arrow fans. I try. But I'm going to speak for you. We just want good books. And if it was five yeah. Batman books, but they were all great. All right. All right. Let's go. I mean, and I, I'm assuming like you Maybe can I'll have. Maybe I'll get a Brave and the Bold or Firestorm exactly. myself one at a time, you know. You jerk. I was actually going to say we might end up <laughs> even getting a Batman book. Let's say Firestorm. In it. Yeah, you know, Brave you may end up having that. Yeah, that would be a good one. But it's good books that we want. And it, it is one of those things that, you know, as things are being revealed a little, and I think that that fandom, you're going to learn a lot more, uh, that we may have some digital books digital first if they're better they'll be print stuff stuff like that and eventually we'll have to deal with the idea of what we would cover what we won't and things like that but if they did turn to the good books you know yeah 
it, we would just do that for the digital. That That's my whole point. Say you have 10 digital books and only three are good. You're going to hear about three and then maybe one or two that we drive us nuts. But I, I don't think that it is a time where you should be you know, jumping off a bridge because of all this. Because it really, really feels like a lot of people saying that they are going to. They're I'm done. done with these. They've just been waiting for anything to really come out and say That's this. What it is. Like they've been on the precipice for a while, and now that something's happened, all right, guys, I'm done with these. I'm like, yeah. were you ever really on? Not ever really on? I'm like, where were you the past two years? Because you were there when me and Eric were on the ledge. Nobody was trying to pull us up then. Everybody thought it was the greatest thing ever, and now it's very. You know, right out on Front Street, the whole idea that things have to change. And at this point where me and you both are struggling with a lot of these books, with a lot of things where we have a full podcast where sometimes we don't like one book. If you're going to change things, change them now. I I mean, really. And also change them a couple of years ago. Well, they didn't. And that's my big point. Time machine, Jim Lee. That's what we call him on the the rec center. I made a joke where it's like the rest of the world's walking around with smartphones. DC Comics are checking their pagers. Everything is behind. Pretty so the cool idea, way to check your messages. The, yeah, really, and keep your pants up. The whole idea the, with the, pages the don't do that. oh my god, I don't want change. You know, that's what happens. What? No, no, no. That's what should have happened. You already said it. This stuff should have happened at least five years ago, if not ten. Now we have a COVID shutdown that ends up really putting things. Under the microscope of how things were, and that's what leads to this. And this could only, in my mind, lead to. I'm not even going to say it's going to lead to anything better. It may not, but something had to be done. One of the things that I do like, though, is the idea that we think the editors at DC have been just sitting on their hands and letting certain writers do what they want. Well, that unfortunately might have cost them their job, but also. Books now aren't going to get down to 8,000 copies sold before they get. There are some nonsense books that keep on going. And that has to stop, too, because you end up having, say, a Brian Michael Bendis Wonder Comics deal where he's telling people, hey, Amy Reader, you don't have no shit. Let's get over here and, you know, what, what? You want to do unicorns and lollipops? Sounds like amethyst to me. Let's roll. And so you end up having that. That, that's not helping things. It really isn't. It's not helping at all. And you mentioned to me when we were done recording last night, the idea that if you do have little, you know, less books, hopefully these people can get together and they can get shit together for the universe. A and cohesive then you, universe? Yeah. And then you start expanding. We need this is really the whole idea of the continuity at DC now and their line of books. It is like. Dr. Phil says they are building a house and a foundation of sand a lot well, of times. You can't times. do that, Jim. Let's, no, you can't. <laughs> you're going to end up in the drink is what you're going to do because I always assume you're just there on the beach, right? Yeah, you're yeah, making your obviously. thing. So with this, you, you whittle it down, you tighten it up. Then you have digital books to see what hits. That's the minor leagues. Next thing you know, this Firestorm book you move out up of to nowhere. Print, baby. Yep, you made the show, baby, and that moves up so that the people can collect it and things like that. And I, I, I ended up talking about this on the Patreon. I just wanted to just mention it to everybody on the regular feed. And the whole idea in my mind, there's you know two things that people will say to me. Well, I don't like digital because. Well, one is it's the same cost as print well that is because the comic companies they don't want to you know cut out the middleman the the comic comic store so if you ended up having a digital copy 99 cents and the print copies 3.99 people are not going to go to the comic shop well that day is kind of come and gone they tried their best you got to start worrying about the industry as a whole the other thing is i need to feel the paper in my hand 
Grow up. I mean, really, you need to have this is what I suggest. Go get you some loose down, leaf Jim. paper. Some people like to feel some stuff in their hands. Go hand get some loose leaf paper and start rustling through it while you read. They care about I'll things that they own, you. unlike you. Well, that's true. But then really the other side of it is, well, I like to collect them. Well, you know, that's not here nor there. And a lot of these, a lot of these, well, a lot of these people though that collect them, they don't read the books. They're not really down. That's, that's a whole different thing. If I end up, I love the Eagles, but really what I do like is to sell knockoff shirts outside the stadium. And that's all I did. I'm not really that big there, you know, (laughs) or, or I am a big fan of football only because I'm a degenerate gambler. That's all I'm in. I'm not like a sports fan. I'm a gambling fan. It's just the whole idea. Things have to change. That's and I know some people like fuck you, Jim, and you have every right to say that. Eric says it all the Constantly. time. But we're going to start here off. looking at all these. I'm surrounded by so many toys right now. They're overflowing in front of me. But like, I do love these toys so yeah, much. Yeah, you do love those toys. And you know what? Those toys can come back and maybe even expand because give me some digital toys. <laughs> unbeknownst to you, though, like my kids. Are they the future? I heard children are the future. I I once remembered a song. Children are, but not yours. They're the future. I didn't say good. (laughs) I didn't say they'd end up doing anything good. They're still the future. But most kids, and if you have younger kids, you know, they, they don't do anything physical. And I mean, they don't. They sit on their ass all day and watch YouTube. And also, they don't buy physical. My kids are big gamers. They have not bought a physical game in quite some time and the idea in my mind of somebody saying well i like the feel i like to collect this is what i heard when lps went out the door you know oh i love the the print art on the, the an lp a album art was such a huge thing at one point it's gone i mean sometimes things you still do evolve LPs. you can but not all of them and you know what it's exactly what dc is doing you know which ones you can buy lps the ones they know that are so popular they will sell you end up having a let's you want the Friday 4? 13th part six uh lp i can get that for no you. but if and i'm that's talking they re-released it well yeah so there you go just that's because there's morons in the deal but it, a <laughs> led zeppelin a 4 <laughs> on wax that's batman Right, you end up having Sergeant Pepper's on wax. That's Batman again. These are the tried and true. (laughs) Yeah, it is. These are the ones that you know. But you're not gonna have, you know, some crazy. I'm thinking of of anything. You're not gonna have the. the pet shop boys. No, you might. I, I, I'm trying to think of like the worst thing. You're not going to have bullet boys on wax. That, that's a waste, All right. right? So that is – I hear Nickelback's okay, working on a new album. Now, I, that was the thing. I was going to say Nickelback at one point. That's what threw me off because I had to back up because they probably do because there you go. People buy them. They like to make fun of them, but they do buy them. But yeah, you're going to end up with the big books that they know will sell. Those will go to print. But – The idea of whittling down and digital, you got to kind of look at it through a different lens here. And I am not an optimist. I I said this on the Patreon. We're tall. People are looking at me, and you're not smart, but people are looking at me as the man who's supposed to lead them to the promised land here of, please tell me why I should be excited. I'm like, when did I become the, the glimmer of hope? I don't understand, but... If you look at the idea of digital being a way that more books will get a chance, more creators that aren't big will get a chance, 
then then I think it, it starts to have a positive spin to it. It sucks that people lost their jobs. That's never going to change. That that is, And it would suck if comic shops lose their business. Some already have because they weren't evolving. I, with I don't the like comic the industry. idea, too. It sucks that people lost their jobs. It's never going to change. Like They're never going to work again. No, no. I mean, it's never going to change. Somebody losing their job doesn't suck. But I'm sitting like, their, their fate is sealed. Look at me. I'm sitting here in this room. I ain't got no job. Yeah, <laughs> oh, well, I was. I, I really can't get anything right now with the way things are. And actually, it sets up where it's more beneficial at points, too. But that's kind of going as well. Uh, but we are here doing all the stuff. And again, we're going to be talking some bigger books. And you can't get enough of the stuff. Uh, some of these books that are the big books, they ain't so great. They're the and big ones, though. Yeah, they ain't so great. I'm telling you, and this might be another thing. Books start getting canceled. And I was shocked that Young Justice got canceled, not because of the numbers. It was because I thought that Brian Michael Bendis was untouchable. Well, that is not true now. And you that's just good. Got that's good. You just got touched big time, buddy. You touched too much. Yeah. So that actually seemed like, oh my, <laughs> like things are starting to really get real. And I don't mind that because that might light a fire under some you of these guys. You tell me, like, Mr. DC is going to go through all the different offices, like, pop, pop, pop. No, <laughs> no. How about hey, this? You, shape up or ship out. How about this? Mr. DC's cowering in the corner. This is now Mr. AT&T. Oh, He's no. banging on the door. <laughs> hey there, buddy. You better ship up or ship out. Yeah, that's what he's doing right there. <laughs> ship so up Mr. Or ship, out? ship out or ship out. That's what he's saying. He basically you're fired. That's how, that's how he says you're fired. <laughs> ship out or ship out. But but can I shape up? No, I see you and I've seen you for the last three years. That ain't happening. Oh, no. Ah uh, yes, Mr. AT and T is a fat we're, we're start. Mr. AT and T is not nice. He he is not a caring soul. He looks the he just looks at the bottom. He's a number. corporate devil. He is. Well, we're going to start with the one of the bigger books. Also, one of the books that is leading into or tying into the big story, the Joker War, and it's Detective Comics. And the thing that made me laugh with this is Detective Comics. All right, you're a you're a big book. Detective, oh man, you're great. In fact, two issues from now, you're going to have the anniversary issue of all anniversary issues at that 1027. Uh, but right so now, two you issues got, from now? Y- yeah, it's, this is 1025. Oh. So I, you I, end up with the, the whole... The one thing like, I was looking at was 2016 for this thing I saw right what? here. Like It was not the number at all. I'm like, I don't know. I don't think that's coming up anytime soon. It's almost like the the deal like hey in in, in two weeks you're gonna go and you're gonna be the bell of the ball Eric. you're gonna go to the prom everybody's gonna love you but right now you got to go with your younger brother to the elementary school dance and, and be a schmuck because this book is just told to do something here with that woman that is not good it, it doesn't even really you could have set it up a little better but the idea that it really is a nothing book right now but in to you know about three four weeks or so it, it's going to be the big thing on the shelf so we end up having no detective it's just going to be nonsense like any other time we have an anniversary sell, issue of those it's going to oh, sell I know it's going to sell so much. but the, the, the stories I mean. it's going to be ridiculous the stories you say you mean that when they get the leftover story from the generations timeline stuff and shove it in there that's nonsense yes are you telling me that how yeah, dare yes, you tell yes, me that? I, I don't believe that's what you mean. It might as well be it? a writer's workshop for freaking known people that we're going to put <laughs> together for this whole thing. Us. Uh, Detective Comics number 1025 Written by Peter J. Tomasi Art by Kenneth Rokeford K-Rock is in the house Andrew Hennessy When you pour one out, Eric Do you pour out the Hennessy? Is that what you do? Yeah, really Dan Brown and Rob Lay 
I would not be able out. to do it. I, I, I would end up pouring Mountain Dew out, and then I'd get a straw and start sipping a bunch it off of waste. The, the ground. <laughs> oh, my. With all the bad stuff going down at DC this week, I am trying to be more positive. Can you tell? I also want to tell everybody, I have not slept in like oh 48 God. hours. He doesn't shut up about this. I am having problems. I just want everybody to know, I feel like now when I talk to you, you've given me a burst of energy, but it's not doing me well. It's sending me off on a weird path. But <laughs> I want to be more positive, Eric. I'm going to try to be more positive. So you got that more positive. So with well, that sure, in man, mind, whatever. Peter J. Tomasi positively doesn't have anything to do with this Joker war. So Detective Comics is positively a book you can skip if you're short on money. Positive, Eric, because this book really doesn't mean much. It does have Lucius having the after effects, but he even seems weird. Everything seems like it's almost like everything seems like three degrees off. It it seems like any of these, you know, really thinly veiled with tie-ins that you always get to these kind of events that are forced into the mat. The biggest problem I have with this whole thing is that now the Detective Comics is like continuing on into the Joker War, tying in, doing this whole thing. Batman should be the Batman book. Detective Comics should have been the Batwoman book where she's heavily featured here, but Batman showing up serves no purpose and does anything. Like all these other Bat books that we have out there, and as anybody on Twitter will tell you, there's way too many Bat books. Let's use that right now to converge on this to get the Bat family together for that big finale conclusion in the Batman book. Yeah, and Batman showing up here in the graveyard – uh, is not selling more books. This book is going to sell what it is. It's a Joker War tie-in. You need to have these things. And like a Nightwing, you would expect Nightwing to not have him. It's kind of a weird deal with being the son of J- that Joker whole deal. Jr. And I'm going if, to hook it but back if, there. If you have Batman in that, though, it would be from the other side. You know what I mean? They'll probably be going after Batman, doing some things. He's not going to show up like this. This is almost like a, hey, we're going to have Batwoman take this book over, which makes complete sense for this tie in and have detective comics be that one you know you even go back she's in gotham she's got some shit to take care of here so let's tell her story you almost go classic detective comics then where you don't necessarily have that batman but it's a really good idea in my mind to have batwoman i think that that was you know maybe the original intention then somebody's like well we have that batman (laughs) so he just ends up and it really it doesn't ruin the book because it wasn't great before he shows up but It threw me off. It really did because I actually was getting into the idea of two issues of Batwoman. We have not had her. She ended up having her own solo book. Me and you did not like it. A lot of people did. She ended up joining into the the Red Hood and the Outlaws. She's going down Mexico way. Then she's in the one shot with Black Mask in Atlanta. I mean, she's she's, a Batgirl. But since, yeah. And Batgirl even, like, such an aside, you know, you didn't get so having her. Such an aside to a shitty story. Well, yeah. But also- that could have been then if this was all back where you're like, okay, well, you kind of got me back in the Batwoman mood. Now I'm in and all right. And this could have been something What's where that, you'd DC, have a people. Batwoman Digital's coming? Yeah, really. And and you might even still have people like, oh, man, you got to read Detective. I'm a big Batwoman fan and she's in that, says nobody, because this isn't a great version in my mind. But still, if you did the whole thing just centered on her, have her back in Gotham. She hasn't been there in a while. Have her even say- Hasn't she? Well, not really from what we think, maybe, but the idea of like, where's where's Gordon there? But that seemed like she had just gotten back there and she was only fighting the living metal in Batgirl, Eric. She's now, you know, leaves there and goes with it. But the whole idea of, you know, the changes that have happened since the whole deal with City of Bane and stuff like that, trying to adjust, you could deal with that. Because when we had her own book, it was a great idea that we had what she called Penny 2, Julia Pennyworth, the daughter of Alfred Pennyworth. So that's 
that's what we had her before. We have not seen Julia Pennyworth really as far These as I can remember that should be since the Batwoman book ended. And I'm thinking to myself, did anybody pick up a phone and call Julia about her dad dying? Because what's going on? Yeah, just imagine she's there. I mean, it would. how crazy would it be if – Not crazy. Wings. Yeah, not crazy, but how cool would it have been as there's Batwoman? She comes in. Oh, you know, here, I'm going to jump in. There's, they're attacking the police. I'm going. And as she's doing, she, she's, you know, behind a graveside. And like, Penny, too, are you there? And all of a sudden, oh, my God, Julia's – it would be so cool. You could deal with things. Now, with what we have here and Batman joining in – all I can think of is like, yeah, if Batman's going to be in this, I really would have liked Lincoln March. Uh, I really would have liked Two-Face. I would have liked that better than this because you're not going all out. But I do enjoy seeing Batwoman. It's going to be – it goes heavy with the military. You really go. Yeah. And, and it is one of those things, unfortunately, when a character goes away for a bit and then comes back, goes away. You always Let's do – reintroduce You to the always old have favorites. to do that. You have to do that kind of surface-level stuff to go right off the bat and go with what they're really, really known for and can't go the nuanced stuff. But once Batman joins in, she's now just second fiddle. And it really doesn't matter that she's in at that point. But hopefully – we get more of her, but yeah, she's there. Bullock and the police are kind of tied down. Where Turned down in a cemetery by Joker's with freaking uh, with um, I can't even think of the word. I was going to say Molotov mortars. Yeah, freaking mortars. Blasting them away here. They have all the high tech machinery and weaponry that a Joker can afford at this point. And not only that, but they're getting more done by the moment because Lucius Fox, being all Jokerized and being able to be controlled in Wayne Enterprises, this is three D printing up drones and weapons freaking on an assembly line for him. Which is funny because it's not Bat, it's Batwoman. Like, we got to get to that and get that 3D print. I'm like, you kind of seem to know a lot. But still, even with that, when you're going, I don't mind the idea because you do have the police. They are, you know, in the cemetery fighting. That takes them out of the big battle that's going on that Batman would supposedly be having and all that stuff because they even say they're just there as a distraction. They're there to cause There's mayhem. There's no reason for Batman to be in this book. And even the idea where it is a tie to the Joker war, and this is after we just de- the stuff that we dealt with in the last issue of Batman, even tying into where it seems like he is still talking to nobody or something like that, where he's still affected by punchlines, venom, something along those lines would have been good, but you just have a Batman here who's trying to fight back and that's it. And I mean, how cool would it be if all of a sudden, you know, like Tim Drake or somebody shows up, but even just having Batwoman, Do time, Bat- baby. Do Batwoman time. dealing with Bullock and then if you, you know, Renee Montoya, you could throw whatever, but just that whole idea She's doing of stuff. Yeah, just uh, is she the whole idea with this Bullock and the police, they're distracted. They're being pinned down. That really makes a good deal to clear out everything for Batman in the Batman book. And so then we're like, why aren't the police going to all these theaters? Why aren't they doing that? And it's not stressed enough here. Yeah, it's not stressed enough here. And I really would have liked the idea because Bullock, he does not like Batman. He is always against him. He even says, here, I got to give it to you this one time, Batman, all that sort of deal. But I would like to see him. I actually really like how Bullock is playing this whole thing. Even when Batman. Him shows up and Bat saves Sass, like, all right, everybody take out everybody around yeah. there except for the capes. Like, you know, there is an understanding right now. Oh, and the, the one the, guy the gets capes pissed. are the only ones here that are going to do any kind of damage to the clowns. Yeah, and and the one you have Batwoman, like, okay, you go to the perimeter, you do that background. The whoa, 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 the lady, what are you doing? And Bullock says, listen, she just saved our asses. Just listen to her; she knows what she's talking about. And I like that interaction. He even Bullock spit a cigar out, Batwoman. yelling at him. Yeah, he did, but then seemed to catch it. He's very agile with it's these so cigars. Now he's 
yeah. gross. He dropped so, it, picked it back up, put it in his all, mouth. All this is going That's grave on. Dirt, but yeah, it's really. Oh, you end up having the you know smiling Joker face Batwing deal. That's coming in and shooting. So they're being attacked all over. And then I don't know if we can call them Batwings anymore. It's a big deal. Let's just go with Bat Jets because we do have you know Batwing possibly doing stuff out there. Luke Fox. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the hell he's doing. Bat but Jets. Yeah, you have the Bat Jet there. Yeah. It is the smiley face. It's been rebranded. I still don't know why because even the last issue of Batman, you ended up having the idea that it was supposed to be almost a dupe. Oh, they think that Bruce Wayne did that. They think Batman did that, actually. And so you just jokerize it. You're really just right out there going. So oh, I yeah. guess in this, he's pretty you much. Got, but, he, but before you even the idea. Well, you have a brand, but the brand is also trying to have cease and desist so that things aren't said. But he's just going and it's just there for, you know, in your face. Well, deal, Bruce but- Wayne is the fugitive right now. Batman's now- not. Well, I'm telling you right now. I actually, I think they both were wanted for questioning, but still, you have a Joker Batwing jet fighting yeah. and shooting at the police. Now, now you're changing the game here. If that was just the Bat Jet and shooting, then you could continue that whole idea. What the hell is Batman firing on us? I knew he was bad. That sort of thing. You but- think the Joker wants Batman to get credit for something he's doing? He did when he blew up that, that you know, the whole Wayne Industries thing that was pinned on Batman. Everybody thought, Harley said it. Everybody thinks you did it. The news is reporting that it's Batman. So I don't know what he wants now. But you end up where well, Batman shows up. Right well, there. you end up where Batman shows up and it's just like he shows up in such a ridiculous type of way, too, that is so just – Hey, we got to put Batman and he's on top of a mausoleum, just shooting guns and things. And that it's just, there he is. And that the closer, the better he yells at Batman. And it's just, now it's Batman's book again. And I was really looking forward to seeing more of Batwoman fully. But yeah, you end up where well, they go. It's even weird, and- this whole thing. We're going to have Batman and Batwoman team up now to go after, you know, Lucius Fox and Wayne Enterprises to take down a 3D weapon-making machine. And at this point, I'm like, all right, we're going to do this. We're going to have a few jokes along the way. But when we get there and we have a giant bat tank just bust through the wall, and I'm like, thank God it was on the ground floor, whatever this is. But we have a bat tank bust through the wall. I don't even know and- where they picked that up. They took a side stop to pick bat- up the yeah, bat you, you tank. you go to the bat cave or something like yeah. that. But this whole thing is- They said next stop, Wayne Industries. Well, obviously they had to make a pit stop, Jim. (laughs) Yes, they did. That happens sometimes. Batman had to go to the bathroom. Why not pick this up on the way back anyway? That's what they did. When we have Batman in the cockpit driving this thing in here, it is so similar to me the way that the Dark Knight Returns Batman is in in his own futuristic Batmobile. I wish if they're going to go full out like this, they should have just given us the the Dark Knight Returns Batmobile Bat Tank. Yeah, that would have been cool. That actually would have been a cool, like, again, a cool call out there. Because that's what I actually thing. thought it was when it busts through the wall here and you see Batman in the cockpit. Well, it is. And he just goes in. But they, I'm telling you, there's a missing scene. They end up on the motorcycle. Next stop, Wayne Enterprises. They bust in then in a tank. You end up where Lucius is, you know, he's jokerized, but he seems to be fighting it. But yet at the end, he's just about to die. But yet you Ain't even have this way. clown. Hey, there, Lucius, we need to make these things quicker. Up the ante. Change the... And then he goes over to hit a thing. And, no, no, no. That would shut it off. It's like, why aren't you doing it yourself? He, he's the back, back, you know, backseat yeller. He, he's, he's the not supervisor, doing, Jim. Yeah, he is. But he's yelling to Lucius, who, if you end up even with Joker eyes, he, he might have a MO of not helping you. You could just pull that lever. You could just do it yourself. It's just to show that Lucius is fighting through it. But yet, is he? 
because we don't know that. It doesn't seem like like he is by the end. He is at that one point, but then he ends up doing stuff. And then when Batman comes, he doesn't seem like he can snap out of it or even go. He's laughing, burn, baby, burn, and all that nonsense. But yeah, they end up going and fighting off the Joker guys. The 3D printer stuff seems to be down. And yeah, they try to save Lucius by giving him a little nicoderm patch. It that just seems will weird though that he has jokerized at this whole point. I just don't know why, since it was punchline that initially did this to Lucius, why it wouldn't be her own punchline concoction here with the pins going in the head and stuff like that. Because Batman should still be on that concoction as well, but he seems to be acting fine this whole time. Yeah, I just think the whole deal is that between books, people are losing track of what happened and what went on. Because, yeah, this is just Batman seemingly having a Joker toxin, you know, antidote. But if you wanted to do something, which I assume he would always have or he could have made somehow. I don't know how he would have had any resources or whatever to do it. But he could have made yeah, he could have made an antidote to what he was poisoned by and then would have been able to do that to Lucius as well. But that's not spelled out. Well, that's not spelled out. All he had to do was say, hey, I ended up getting this and figured it out, antidote, but you're not going to want to do that anyway because you want to have, you know, the whole deal with Punchline being a big threat. So he ends up where he was jokerized by a different strain that was made by Punchline but just healed Joker. by just the normal deal. Yeah. And, yeah, at the end, he well, again, doesn't I'm saying, die. I don't know that Punchline used her own concoction to it. I just assume that's what she would use normally since now, she used it on Batman. Yeah, and that's what she was, you know, all about. So who knows? You have that going on. And yeah, you just had, that's really it. I mean, not much happens in this that's going to really affect well, no, anything we, we in the book. We save Lucius. We drive away. It's like, we got to take the Joker down. You're right. We do need to take the Joker yeah. down. Next issue, Killer Croc. I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, overall, we're gonna take I, him down hard. I like. Is there the, any I, other way? I like the we're art. Complete agreement on that. Yeah, we're gonna take him down War twice. Hell, and hard. Man, I know. That's it. War. Kane. <laughs> That's all I do. I, I, you like the part with? Hey there, you better watch it, Kane. I will. Wayne. Wayne. <laughs> I go. Your cousins. Go. Shut the fuck up. I'm like, you know what? You are lame. Is what you are. But what you, would you, you give ever, Did you? Would you ever do that with your cousin who has a different last name? You just no. call by your last name. Like this is a, like a big insult to you. My one cousin. Werner. <laughs> Take that, Probst. He's like, yeah, you know Werner. What? I'm That's like, That's a pretty oh, well. terrible last name. That I'm like, might we work, got actually. That. Thanks. And when we go through Not yours. The, oh, I'm, I'm saying when we when we go through the whole uh, badass roll call, when you hear that, t- pay attention to the names there, pal. Y- no. You just offended a badass. But okay. we end up with that whose last name is week. Probst. I'm saying their name is Probst. You just said that their name is Good nonsense. Good job, Probst. So, yeah, really. Uh, but <laughs> I give this. I'm going to go. I give this a six out of ten. Is what I'm going to give. I could even go down to a five five because not much. I'm happens. right there with I, you the whole thing. Yeah. You know, I'm happy that Batwoman's here. It should be her book at, during this whole Joker War thing. And now that we have her here, you know, you might even want to do a little thing to build up the relationship between Batman and Batwoman. And what some could say you are doing that, but they're just pretty much stuck in a situation right now where they are giving each other shit, but not really feeling like they're really, you know, it's the tight first again. step of it's the first step. Maybe it's just the first step family of back it, together. Though. It's, it, that's what we wanted. There you go, Batwoman. No, I'm right there with you. I just wish yeah. that we would have converged and it actually would have felt like it tied into the regular to Batman book a little stronger. To me, it just felt like it was a Batwoman book until Batman showed up, and then it was just like, okay, it's Batman. And even the case, when Batman DC shows comics. up, <laughs> Batman shows up, and then it's just like, boom, to the end. Okay, Lucius, you're healed. I'll give you the nicoderm patch. Boom. We hit down this. Let's punch somebody. You kick a guy. We're done. 
And it just didn't feel big. It didn't feel important. And overall, I can't say, except for the idea, okay, Lucius was, but we had that. And um, so there is no real necessity to this. And it just felt like- Lucius is saved, Jim. You know, pretty much in my mind, it's okay. We have the Joker or- what can you do for two issues before we do that 1027? Because we're going to have to go away for that for a bit. Then they just figured this. And a then bit. next, like you said, next you have, well, for that issue. And I don't know that it's coming back to Joker War. I don't I know imagine, what's like, coming we're out We're going to be gone for a bit. After that, we're taking months to keep on well, celebrating, you, baby. They may actually just go to something else. A, B, C, because D, I guess e, F, this, G. I guess this will start coming too close to an end kind of near there and not quite but yeah i guess i don't know if it goes back to this i have no idea that they're going to go off and then come back i don't remember the solicits except for that 1027 so we have all that going on but yeah with that anything that you would get here is just going to be lucius and if it's important it'll be reiterated in the other books and the only thing i can see is the idea that luke would be pissed that his dad was hurt and that was what was going to happen to lead luke, to the I understand, 5G. but a lot of people are being hurt right now yeah that's true but the idea that his dad was up all night he was already getting a little upset at that and things that was going to lead to 5g and now we have a batman miniseries by john ridley that seems to be that 5g story so we'll see if that comes out of is this it because i thought well. it was changed up to actually be a batman book with bruce no Wayne. they didn't say anything they they don't have any details at all they just said it's a john ridley batman book that's going to change the face of the dc universe but there's no details at all most people are just saying well they already paid for that 5g story it was completely done at least in arc and they think that that's what it will be but there won't be any announcement fully until the fandom fandom they're going to have a panel and announce what it is so we'll have to wait and see what that is but what is the next book next up we have superman number 24 written by brian michael bendis art by kevin mcguire john timms alex sinclair and dave sharp the lord of the lords of chaos is in the tower of fate and ready to go up against not only the lord of order dr fate but our man of steel as well this should be it folks a fight for the ages the biggest bad of chaos who's been collecting a lords of order artifacts for some reason, is now going up against a newbie Dr. Fate and a hero who's vulnerable to magic. And the fight's over. The good guys win. So much for Xanadoth. Let's move on to another new big bad. Yeah. And really, is there <laughs> any... The introduction last issue, Xanadoth, the Lord of the Lord of Chaos. And I'm like, all right, we just had this... I had no idea that this issue was the finale to the Xanadoth arc. I'm telling you, like, you just built this character up to be the biggest big bad in this whole magical world... Done. No real fanfare to him. I'm telling you, I'm sitting here this entire time, almost like, when are we going to get to the fireworks factory? Over the idea of like, why is the Lord of the Lord of Chaos, Lords of Chaos, collecting Lords of Order artifacts? I'm telling you, when why? you go through this. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you just get, hey, uh, Just League Dark, get over like, here. Hey, Satana, get over here. The whole thing at the end when the re- everybody learns the Just League Dark and stuff like that, when they learn who the big bad was, after the fact, because it doesn't matter, Xanadoth, is that like Xanadu? We, we, we don't talk about it. We just move on. I'm like, maybe? There, there are some weird lines in this. There's some weird situations. Just the idea – that you have Brian Michael Bendis, he just thinks he's got to throw the Wonder Twins in. This is all your fault. Shut no, up. it isn't. What are you talking about? What? What did somebody turn into an ice dildo up above? Y- you know what you two do. This is nothing like that. And even with that, you have a book that now finally, finally just 
puts the pin right on it for me that anytime you have any of the Justice League Dark gather, I get tired. I, I end up, even when Brian Michael Bendis does it, it's over narration and things like that where I just, I don't care. You, you end up where I, I thought Xanadoth was cool enough. It's not my thing. Well, but- the thing is, I'm like, I wanted to find out why Xanadoth was so cool to be a new big bad. I'm like, oh, we are having a new magical villain against Superman. That could be cool. Until immediately isn't because we're not doing – and the thing is like, you know what? I have another idea for another big bad. Let's do that one instead. I'm like, and just cut off Xanadoth at the legs here and say the hell with it and move on. And even the whole thing having that ending where it's that cliffhanger ending where it's like, is Xanadoth really gone? In case somebody wants to use it down the line. But I'm like, I hope that somebody does just so we can so get they can any do kind something? of information about what this character is. Yeah. So you you start off, and this is something that you pointed out that I think is the hot take. I don't think that people will really catch it as much as what you did, Eric, is the idea after you get you know, your narration and your grand narration of you what we are recap. going into, your recap is what it is. And, you know, it's supposed to be fancy. Previously then, on Superman. Yeah, Dio last year. Previously on Supergirl, because you see Supergirl. Yeah, there's Bones. He's there. But you have Martian Manhunter there, as you said, because he's in the TV show. That's the thing is, I, I think that Brian Michael Bendis has watched the Supergirl TV show and they have the Dio there. And Martian Manhunter is a part of it with Supergirl. So you have it featured here where Mr. Director Bones is talking to new Agent Bissette and tells her look you know we normally do like alien kind of stuff just like extra normal we're gonna get into the magical artifact realm i need you to be a part of this thing just so we could have this whole backstory on agent Bassett that we didn't need going into it backstory of agent Bassett, and also the idea that you can throw in because you know you're clever and you know things did you know that superman <laughs> Can't deal with magic. Do you know that? Just blew my mind. Are you aware that to these super Kryptonians, it's just like kryptonite? Who would have thunk it? I mean, holy moly. We all know this. And like you said, I just want to point it out again. Martian Manhunter was not part of the D.O. a year ago with Supergirl. That is only from the TV show. That's bullshit. That is complete and utter bullshit. He just threw it in there because he doesn't know the characters. And he has seen a couple episodes of the TV show. This is something that he has done over and over where he messed up Ghost Rider. Because he watched those stupid movies, uh, the Ghost Rider movie, who watched those? And yet he was using that as canon. And so he's done it again. Not that You're it means anything. hard to find a superhero movie I haven't watched. Yeah, really. Well, it's not, it's not huge there. It's not a huge, but it is just another thing to show that he don't know what's going on. You are not that involved and you don't seem to want to be. You're trying to get the easy way out. And so you end up having this whole deal where you set up Xanadoth, like you said, when, and this is, seems to be just like, let's go with Court of the Owls. Well, all of a sudden the Lords of Order and Chaos ain't so big anymore. Every time we see them come up, they end up just being taken care of immediately. Well, that's They're one not of those weird things because even talking about Xanadoth, and does that have anything to do with Xanadu? And this, uh, one weird line at the end of this book, but I just think that just, was just because of the name. Well, the thing <laughs> is, in Justice League Dark, we had like you know this is where I'm trying to take it from, but I don't even know it's the case because we in the last issue we had Xanadoth going to Xanadu to find out where different artifacts were, and you saw them go like we don't know what's up with Xanadu right now if she's conscious, dead, who knows? But this whole thing. And what the connection is, but I just took it because Xanadu was, you know, taken over by a Lord of Order artifact in the Just League Dark book. And I'm thinking to myself, she might still have that artifact. And that's why Xanadoth went for this whole thing, because he's going around and collecting these things like he's here at the Tower of Faith to collect Naboo's helmet. I'm like, 
I don't know why. Is it just to get the Lords of Order off the playing field? I don't know what your end game is I don't is think here. it's any. I don't think there is. I, I think that you have a book now that's become so frazzled. It doesn't have any attention span. You end up with the next big thing then to just push it aside. This was something that was pushed as big, and you went with it because it does seem big. It seems big for a lot of things that you really love, and then it just ends up being goofy and doesn't lead to anything. Well, and I, just, I saw some people say it was fun. I didn't even have fun Just talk about this it. goofy aspect. The Lord, I'm telling you, me saying this over and over again is because I actually find it funny how silly it is. The Lord of the Lords of Chaos. I'm like, you're just saying things over again, but like this. He has breached the Tower of Fate. Huge deal. We're not really going to deal with why or how, but you know, there's Dr. Fate. You have entered the Tower of Fate uninvited. I have learned things are different from dimension to dimension, but this is not how we do things on Earth. And Superman's are like, I believe what Dr. Fate is trying to say is, oh, you said it perfectly. Sorry. And then we have Xanadoth. Shh, shush, shush. <laughs> the conversation is unnecessary yeah, on many levels. Nothing. Yeah, you're right. And, and, and even with shush. that- even even with that, throughout this whole deal, you end up having Naboo talking to Khalid. Oh, Khalid, you got to get out of here. You got to get out of here. You got to get out. And it is to kind of get the whole deal going and whatever. It's just everything's extended because there really is no story here. There's no story. There's no real explanation of what we're getting. There's no real anything of what's going on except by the end where you even have the idea where – Brian Michael Bendis still thinks this Leviathan bullshit is something where he always has to bring it in. What other book is mentioning? We just had, you know, Etta Candy, who's now part of this crazy new, you know, thing. Nothing mentioned about Leviathan. And yet you always have to throw it in. But the idea of this is just, okay, well, you know what? I just found out something. Superman's not good against magic. And and I kind of like that young Khalid. So let's figure out a way to throw them together. Check this out. Even that whole backstory that we had. DEO last year where Agent Pissette joined the DEO and started looking for magical artifacts. Now that Xanadoth is taking her over and he's fighting Superman. And I say he. Xanadoth is a she through and through. Yeah, it's and it a really she, messed yeah. up because unless the, like, the whole time they kept saying she, I'm like, I'm looking at like, does she sound like a she? Because I'm looking at this thing and I'm like, I don't see a feminine form to say she when I look at this whole thing. But they say she throughout this. But the whole idea is, all right, I'm, I'm fighting the Superman and Naboo. Let me reach into your mind, Veronica Bissett, the person I am possessing. What's that you say? Superman is vulnerable to magic? Oh, lovely. And then this starts going. I'm like, this whole thing, I'm like, that's the reason we had that, because we needed a reason for Xanadoth to know that Superman was vulnerable to magic instead of this magical creature just hurting Superman because that's what it would do. That's It's a magical creature. You end up full out attack. It would be like me fighting with a sword, you know, against oh, something man, that is vulnerable to, to steel, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. He's he's vulnerable. He lead poisoning. Impalement, I'm shooting him with a gun. Weakness. Or, you know, I'm running away from what I don't know as a vampire, and I end up, you know, pushing blah, blah. it, and it falls on a tree and ends up, oh, my. Now I realize, okay. And that's a progression there. Okay, well, they must be you know vulnerable to me pushing them i I wouldn't know it's wood i just start pushing people and but no you don't even have that progression what you have is such a forced entry into it where one little aside for two seconds bones says you know those super people they don't like the magic while he's doing that he is talking to her over here it's like let me talk to you there beset i need somebody who's going to do some real bad shit coming down the line. 
Supergirl is three feet away. Without super hearing, she could hear whatever Martian he is Manhunter saying. Could hear. Martian Manhunter is two inches away, and he's just going on. He he might be going away because he don't like the fire of the cigar, Eric. But still, even with it's that, true. you, you don't even smell. have bones. Like, let's go into the side room. <laughs> you know, let's no, no, just talking it up and it, the whole deal. Like, I would think Supergirl, even though she is occupied there with nonsense, she would end up like. Huh, why are you so concerned about me and my cousin being, you know, the cousin, what's his name? Really, the cousin, what's his name? Was that an allusion to, like, you don't know Superman? Seriously. Because it almost felt like he couldn't remember the name Clark Kent, though this was a year ago. So that wasn't a thing. He couldn't remember Superman. This well, guy, are you just trying to undercut it because you got Supergirl working for you and this is the, the only DEO. thing? He is a director of the D.O. Doesn't know Superman? I mean, he also doesn't know facial care, Eric, but that's beside the hey, point. Look, look, I mean, that, really. He was born that way, man. Leave him alone. He can't do nothing Seriously, about that. Seriously, though, I have some serious bones to pick with him, Eric. Is that <laughs> and boom goes the dynamite. He doesn't know who Superman is, but he knows that magic. Yeah, there you go. It's just nonsense. And like you said, then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, let me look into your mind, Veronica, to see what you know about this man's of supers. I even like that. Hey, Superman, you okay? Hey, they call him Superman. (laughs) Oh, my God. And, yeah, it's just a fight that goes nowhere until it does. You end up having, hey, everybody, any magical people, can you help me out? I need a solid. You know, Zatanna comes and talks her backwards nonsense. You end up having, and then it even gets worse because they do end up, you know, getting rid of Xanadoth. And then you have, but was it Xanadu? So you're, you're intrigued that it might be something else. I'm just well, glad we're near is, the I'm end. Not, it's not even I'm intrigued. I'm trying to put together the pieces of a story that connect to their bigger universe. Now, you said before that the idea, you know, there's Khalid Naboo. Hey, we're going to do this, this, and this. Well, let me put it plain. And t- no, no, what he said. Shush! You have Shush. all that. Okay. Near the end, then, we have the idea where <laughs> Detective Chimps, do you know who I am and do you know where you are and who you are? Well, my name is Veronica, but I don't know who you are. Oh, man, that was completely uncalled for. I mean, you end up having a, a whole deal of them like, oh, man, that's some tough shade for Detective Chimp. Oh, man, Chimp. there's JLD. They're a funny Detective bunch. Detective Chimp. I mean, really? You think Boo-poo. that they- you think that this girl with, you know, and, oh, man, just the idea that was completely uncalled for, lady. It's not her fault, Constantine. Xanadoth, like Xanadu, this is in the progression. I'm like, really? This, this well, is Well, even bad. when we have this whole big deal of, you know, Xanadoth breaching the Tower of Fate, you have Dr. Fate and you have Superman teamed up right here to take on this big bad. And then we shoot some magic. We do some Superman stuff. It's not really working. Dr. Fate takes a powder. He's just gone. Leave Superman all by himself this whole time. And then we just have, you know, Xanadoth telling you a little bit of backstory. It's like, you know what? My original thing is just seeing the world the way it normally is. Chaos. And by the way, I'm going to subjugate the shit out of you. And then all of a sudden it's just gone because Dr. Fate pulls Superman out of this dimension that the Tower of Fate into another dimension to talk like, look, Clark. We've gone through some stuff here, Nabu and me. We figured out there's only one thing that we can do, and it's going to make the fans like you know wet their pants on Twitter. Take to check this out, Superman. You're vulnerable to magic, but you're the strongest person in the universe. Take the helm of fate here. So we have Doctor, you know, Superman fate coming out here to take on Xanadoth and immediately save the day. I'm like, 
you were just leading up to a wow moment where Superman puts on the the helm of fate, and it, it's it's one yeah. page. It's yeah, that's it's it. Nothing. That's all it is. That's all it and is. Even and the idea at the end it bothers me. Where you have we have to tie into the last issue, obviously, because it's only a two issue arc. You know, the big the big Lord of the Lord of Chaos two issue arc. But you know, I really enjoyed talking to you, Nabu. I mean, uh, Khalid. Well, you, well, you can uh, you can come back whenever you want. Okay, I'll see you tomorrow. Really, I'm like, look. When we were dealing with, I know we talked about this last time we talked about Superman, but like Queed during his own Doctor Fate run, it looked like he was failing out of med school. And the yeah, idea, yeah. like you know, oh, I I was thinking the whole time, like enough of this med student, the former put before. I, because I, I'm happy as shit that Brian Michael Bendis doesn't have Superman talking to Harley Quinn because she's a psychologist yeah. or so, like whatever you want to call it along those lines, but. Dr. Fate did not really come off as a guy, as a therapist, a therapist no. kind of doctor no. for anything that he was doing. And plus, he's still kind of a kid. I'm like, maybe if you, if you talk to Kent Nelson, yeah, just then, because yeah. he's, a, he's a learned aged I, fella who's seen a thing true. or two. I, I took the idea of possibly having Brian Michael Bennis know about the character and things like that. And the problems that Superman's having, I, I ended up telling everybody my identity. Was that the right thing? Am I putting people? And the idea, I'm my an alien. I'm on Earth. Away. He yeah, seven yeah, yeah. years. Yeah, stuff years like the that. Future. There's a lot of problems of even the idea. Well, I came, Chicago. I came from my, you know, my home planet. I never Apparently knew. Like I'm here. Smith and Jada the Pickett thing Smith, is, all of a sudden, I well, don't the, understand. The thing is with Dr. Fate and Khalid, his father did come from another country, came from Egypt, if I'm correct. And when he did come here as a, That's you know, right. an alien, he ended up coming to the United States. He was a doctor in Egypt. He's a cab driver in the U.S. because they don't look at him, oh, you, you're not as good, whatever. And there is something there to me that if you are going to have Superman talk to Khalid, not as a therapeutic, like, well, I am a doctor and I play one on TV, something like that, where you would have Superman like, oh, nobody really understands me. I'm in a new land. I'm trying to do what's right. And people are looking at me this and I my identity. And I wish that he would have said, well, that kind of sounds a little bit like what my dad went through. And he's been working. And just the inspiration where you could have had the inspiration of Khalid's father, who is doing what he has to do. And remember, he was doing it to put Khalid through medical school so his son could then be a doctor and be better. That could be the father-son type of deal that maybe would inspire Superman. Or at least you could tie that into something. But Brian Michael Bendis has no idea. He just has doctor. All right. I guess he can listen to what Superman's going to say. I want Khalid to say, I wanted to be a surgeon. And really all of these things, usually the people, you know, they're not the nicest. Of pe- these people start having God complexes and stuff. They're not ones to sit around and listen to people's problems like that. But there you go. You have the whole deal of, all right, tomorrow it is. And then you end up going and see Veronica where they don't know anything about her except that in her file it says she used to work for the DEO. They assume suddenly that she must have been possessed longer or didn't know. I don't know where. The, it's just to throw Leviathan in. I mean, as far as they know, she would know. They wouldn't know or whatever. And the, Do you think she knows? Don't tell her now. She had enough on her plate. Just to throw the Leviathan in and then have her eyes glow. You might as well just have the fist I'm come out of the thing. I'm trying to think about this whole thing now because I'm trying to remember what it said last issue of Superman where I thought she's been possessed for two weeks. Well, she it's might. Been- and, but they wouldn't know no, that. No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying, mean, you know? I, I, yeah. Oh, I'm you're going the, with the timeline, this I'm wonky the timeline, timeline where the whole yeah. thing is. I'm trying to remember what last issue said. If it was like, you know, she was possessed and Here's it jumped the two weeks. Here's the thing, we- though. You, you could say all of that. Leviathan happened Try three to. hours ago, Eric. I mean, really, we've already spelled that out. That I. When do you think in this did Leviathan happen? 
Well, that's what I'm trying to put together, whether or not this happened or not, because it was two weeks because it started out where the Leviathan took control and then she like, you know, was taken over by Xanadoth. And I think it might have jumped two weeks ahead, but I'm not sure if that's the time frame. Well, then that would be two weeks because legitimately he has said that the whole entire event Leviathan was one night. So I'm I'm saying as well, because, you know, last issue of Young Justice, Leviathan was still teamed up with, you know, freaking Legion, uh, the Legion. I know, but I'm saying that, that, remember that book kind of went back in time a bit too. So, you know, you kind of jump back and forth. But with all this nonsense, I just it's just nonsense. And trying to figure out a Brian Michael Bendis timeline is you're going to end up driving yourself nuts. But, uh, yeah, it probably would have been a couple of weeks that she has been Xanadoth with that. Now she isn't. Or is she? She ends up glowing eyes. But what would you she give this? Is, I end up giving this a 5.5 out of 10. I think Kevin McGuire's art's really good here. I think the colors are very vibrant and great. It's just that the story overall it's just here to get fans all kinds of wet for that Dr. Fate Superman crossover kind of bit to have Superman with the helm of fate. This is the coolest thing ever. It's and Superman it with a, a ring on. It's, it, you know, and- the Red Lantern Superman or the Green Lantern Superman. It's like that whole deal where they're trying to, yeah, he's trying to wow you with equipment that you never see happen. And yeah, nothing really happens, right? Right. I'm at about a 5.1 is what I am, but. Uh, we're going to go to the last deal, which is The Flash, number 759, written by Joshua Williamson, art by Rafa Sandoval, Scott Collins, Jordi Tarragona, Arif Priano, Hi-Fi, Steve Wands. Reverse Flash is up to no good, and it's up to Bart Allen to figure out what's going on before it's too late. Dwight Joshua Williamson is short on answers and explanations. I like the interactions in this issue. I was fired up by the end. Again, it may be more smoke and mirrors, but I don't know. It's better than the usual nonsense that we tend to get from this book uh but yeah it's just the same things we end up with big moments but they're not really explained you know max mercury jesse quick and things like that but overall they're just just, they're just like bart allen was previously and they're just there the same way where bart broke out he's in post again which at least joshua williamson here says like you know he was Kid Flash, but now he's Impulse again. At least we know that he knows what he's playing with, and this has happened. It doesn't make sense why Bart's, you know, DH and become Impulse again, but we're talking about the idea he was Kid Flash. He was the Flash for some reason. He's Impulse again now. We have Jesse Quick. We have Max Mercury. They haven't been brought back since the New 52. They're still stuck in a weird kind of wonky speed force kind of deal, but they're still there. They weren't remembered like a lot of other people, and we're talking about it. But how Jay Garrick shows up at the end for our big cliffhanger, which is a great wow moment for your cliffhanger. But I, I just don't understand why nobody really wants to talk about the bigger picture. So like, even when we have Bart Allen show up and talk to Barry Allen thinking like, hey, or even Iris West, Iris West seems to remember Bart. No problem. Like, why is this happening? Like, why do certain people, is it the connection that they would have with that? And it doesn't take them seeing them. Even like, you know, if you want to go back to uh, the Wally West, you know, flash uh, forward book where they brought, you know, Jay and Irie out of the dark multiverse. And when Iris, I mean, when Linda saw them, she remembered her kids. And did it take that bit where it's an instantaneous recollection, a total recall moment, but pretty, pretty much you just like, like, here they are. Oh my, I've missed you. I've missed you too. Or along the lines of Connor Kent, when he goes to meet the Kents who are newly redesigned now and brought back from the dead ever since Doomsday Clock, like, how could I ever forget Connor? Well, you did five minutes ago. Please tell me more about this. The weird thing about it is when they do it, if you're going to go by what is in the issue, 
It's just a time travel thing. You have Avery and whether she knows or not, you know, I don't know why she would know or not, but she says, I really hate time travel. I'm never doing it. So you're getting that from, and that being the only explanation really of the, oh my God, I do remember you. I missed you, grandma. Time travel. I'm like, not really. Well, this is more than that. But it is time travel along the lines of the grandma because it's always Bart coming back to the grandpa and grandma. But it's, you know what I mean? It's more than that because of the idea of, you know, the whole deal going on and, and well, even the time go, travel when, that didn't happen and did. When Impulse and, goes up to Barry Allen here, well, you know, Thawne taking over Barry yeah, Allen says, Now Thawne is crazy. Grandpa, Flash, I mean Barry, I mean Flash, Barry, well, that's bullshit. But I've been meaning to see you, but, you know, alternate realities are a pain, you know? I know you know. How did you? I'm like alternate realities doesn't feel right either no. i know we've no. changed the timeline and so maybe it is an alternate reality but for some reason just saying that and throwing it away just feels well weird. that's what happens that's what they do and this is what you know and now Time and space couldn't keep doing us it. apart i'm like yeah they did like how and yeah. like, even if thawne Dawn works for me. He can do anything with that stupid yeah. negative speed force with no repercussions. But when even when we had Barry talk to Bart in the in Young Justice book last issue, he just like, how long did Barry know about Impulse and just didn't look but for his But that's what ass. they do. They try to not give you the details as if there aren't any. They can't figure it out. So we'll allude to things. We'll kind of hint. And the thing that gets me is it's a real shame in my mind that you don't have Barry just in and sexy inside Reverse Flash's body. Like Reverse Flash takes over Deep Barry inside, and you gotcha. have it there where you said you don't you, you're never going to have a problem with Reverse Flash knowing things no, and stuff like that. That's his thing. That's his, thing. That's that's his, his thing. Pretty much Reverse Flash can do what he wants and that's the bottom line because Jeff John said and so. And that's the bottom line. And yeah, I'm like, and, well, yeah, it's true. <laughs> well, and that's a great way in my mind to get everybody else to find out because you end up having Thawne who's pretending to be Barry. He knows things that Barry wouldn't. And then he ends up saying them. Barry somehow is in his mind, but can't react or whatever. He learns about this. It's this whole thing or the idea that he was in this, you know, taken over by Thawne. Now all of a sudden he knows more from what happened and whatnot. Uh, That would have been cool to me. And that actually would have been a neat thing in my mind for even what we had in young justice and all this stuff where the little details, Details are filled in because of reverse flash and everybody else being connected and all that deal. But it's not that. It's just, yep, my my grandson, let's go run. And you have a Thawne who's trying to trick everybody. Which I'm telling you, the thing is, I like this part the best out of the book that, you know, this has been Thawne's plan all along from the get-go. He wanted to be the Flash of the 25th century, and then he couldn't be the Flash because the Flash was there. So now he has physically become the Flash by possessing his body through wonky means, you know, like, but... He has done it. Now he has to keep up the guys. But because he is a piece of shit through and through, he is having a hard time doing it. That's the thing, though. I think that with this plan, I think he'd have more of the idea of how. And if anything, I think that the play should have been that he's too nice. He's too into everything. Like even when, you know, Bart figures it out and goes, yeah, you know. Barry might be silent. He might not be, you know, he might go into himself, you know, all that stuff. I wish that this would have been a Barry like, hey, uh, we got to go here. Hey, everybody coming with me. What? You never let us come. Like all of a sudden he says he may be quiet or distant or awkward. I'd love it if this is the idea because Thawne 
always wanted to be the Flash. In his mind, the Flash is everything. When he becomes him, he's strutting, you know, doing all this cool stuff, and it just doesn't feel like him. Instead, he can't keep up the guys for more than three minutes. He starts getting mean. He starts to. It's too much. Bit the best, just because even the whole thing where it's like he's got to be, he's got to live life like a guy with two families on one on the east coast, one on the west coast, because. He is thawing inside the body of Barry Allen. He wants to be the Flash. He has to prove to the Flash family that he is the Flash by acting like Barry Allen. But on top of it, he also has to take out the Legion of Zoom, who know that he's this, and then have to go back and forth like, look, I know I did this. I'm really sorry. Just do what I – like, keep going with this. I'll give you the future. And then come over here. Man, we just really took out those piece of shit rogues. And we're like, yeah. And like – I, I like this back and forth, besides for one point, because when he goes too far because he would as Thawne taking out the trickster, and it actually really reminded me in Spider-Man 3 when we had the symbiote infected Peter Parker, and like, you know, we had uh, James Franco, Green Goblin, throw a pumpkin bomb at him, and he spun that around and threw it right back at Franco, blowing up the side of his face, defiguring him something fierce for the rest of the movie, making him look like a monster. You did that with trickster here, and I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, this is be- that became a huge part of the story for me. I'm like, this is the tricks from two years ago. How is this going to affect the timeline? Affect the or, one that's in jail right now in exactly. the timeline, yeah. Or does it not affect it because we're doing the negative speed force time travel and it's Thawne doing it. I'm like, I need it. But then when we just pull I hope Thawne, that we, we find out. Well, the thing is, we're not going to because we just pulled the trickster back to the Legion of Zoom. And even though that b- grenade blew up in his face, he's fine. His face is fine. He even smiles at the end. He just seems to be knocked out from like – well, that's disappointing. You, I thought you had something really going there and like you just got to drop the ball. And one of the things, or the bomb, the other thing that I like, though, is you do have the rogues. They're, they're from the past. They come up and, yeah, they're not just going to sit around. No, and no I do like shit. that. But when you end up having just that throwaway line, boy, the Captain Cold and Golden Glider, but they skipped town. I'm like, oh, why couldn't we have them run into each other and stuff like that? But you just have that thing. But the, the big I line that I just think it's funny that people think, hey, they skipped town. Does that mean they're never going to come back again? I I also, that's what I like. It's like you have to say that as a way to let a reader know, oh, yeah, they did skip town. It is a very unnatural thing to say when you're facing somebody. Like you come over and knock on the door. I may say, Eric's here? I thought he left town, but I wouldn't say it over like, huh, it must not be Eric or, or think anything different. It's just a weird deal with it. But the one thing that made me laugh, made me laugh so much, and this is so ridiculous. Grodd says, hey, we are not yours to bark orders at, Thawne. You have much to answer for. Explain how you possess the Flash's body helps us. And all Thawne does then is bark more orders at him and tell him they'll, they'll deal with it later. Yeah. He ends up doing exactly what Grodd just said, we're not going to go with. We're not going to go with this nonsense with that. And he goes, hey, listen, you shut your mouth, you go this, and then you'll get what I told you you'd get. And, really and I'm authority. like, boy, he, and then you see, he's right on with the plan. He's going, I'm like, yeah, Grad, you're all talk. I mean, you really are all talk, but I do like the idea. And I, again, though, you end up having it being revealed too quick. And this is something that a lot of times is happening in the books, but Joshua Williamson is one to do this where we end up, we just had it with Brian Michael Bendis, with Xanadoth. But this is a shame because you had the idea where you could have 
went a bit more with Thawne trying to be flesh and fighting the Legion of Zoom and then maybe even getting, you know, I could I could deal with this. Like people are respecting me and stuff yeah. like that. But you don't do it enough. It just ends because you end up having impulse see through it. Give them a flash fact and a couple feet to the face to just say, you're not my grandpa. This is ridiculous. And with that, he just shows up. You end up having at first, especially the idea that, you know, Avery Wallace, they have no idea who this is. No. They have just seen somebody come out of this field and then pretty much destroy Barry, but they're just kind of sitting around on their hands, like, oh, like, who are you? I don't know. Like, look, usually look. they'd be full out attack, but they, I don't they know. don't look at Barry, you'd say he's the heavy hitter of the Flash family, right? Yeah. So if somebody just came up and took him out, no problem. Like, I'm going to think twice about going up against this know. person. I know. I mean, maybe they'd be afraid, but they would react a I little know, more just like, hey, who are you? <laughs> I'm Kid Flash. Well, I'm Kid Flash. Well, I'm Impulse. And the okay. thing is, I, I want to know more about that just because, uh, you know, we do have a Kid Flash right here. We have, a, you know, the Kid Flash of China. I don't know if we're just going to call her the Flash of China or whatever, but Avery. And we have this new Flash family member, Impulse. They don't know anything about it. And it's also blowing their mind that he's from, a, you know, the future. And, you know, the, he's the grandson of Iris and Barry. Like, this is big news. And I want to see more of that. But moving into the the mind of Barry Allen here, wherever this may be, you know, like where yeah. Barry is of Gets the mind. Hunky. Where we have Jesse Quick and we have Max Mercury, two speedsters that were forgotten from the Flashpoint. And I just want to know, like, why can't we ever say anything and make a definitive idea? Like, some writer sits down, like, look, I'm explaining this shit. We're going to fucking put a pin in this and we can move on because we're never going to do that. It's like, we have Max Mercury talking, Jesse Quick talking about, you know, oh, Johnny Quick's not here because he died from before the Flashpoint. I'm like, that works for me. Okay, that explains why he's not here. And then, you know, Barry says, like, you know, Thawne put me in the Speed Force. Well, we're not necessarily in the Speed Force, Barry. The Speed Force doesn't just connect on a physical or mental level, but deeper. I'm like, yeah. you just talked You're to doing a circle. It again. You, you didn't, you yep. didn't tell me what, where we now, are right now. One of my favorites is, and, and a lot of people have, have mentioned this recently. I didn't see them mention it about this book. But the idea of not picking up from a cliffhanger, the idea of, you know, cliffhanger is what it is. You're supposed to get people excited to go to the next issue, things like that. You end up having zombie-looking Jesse Quick oh, and Max Mercury. and this. it's And this is explained away that they're not that because once Barry lets go of the guilt, <laughs> the guilt of the flashpoint. He could see yeah. the truth, and that's the thing. That's the thing is the the, the cliffhanger, and we have Jesse Quick and Je like Max Merck. We talked about it last time. It is just that like you know kind of hint hint callback Easter egg moment from the Flash Rebirth miniseries that Jeff John did to bring that's Barry exactly back. That's exactly what it was. And that's the only reason it was so there. forced, though. So forced to then oh, say, well, Barry, yeah, he's there attacking. We're not actually monsters. You just have to you know free yourself of the guilt to see that we're people. Don't let yourself Obviously. go. We've been trapped here That's for the years. <laughs> there go. That's the spell. All of a sudden, they're, they're, they're oh my. Yeah, and just the idea, your guilt made you see us as nightmares instead of the truth. I remember now. Just, I don't uh. understand why we couldn't have Jay and Irie in this strange speed force afterlife that we're dealing with here. Because even when we go to the Flash Forward book, it never made sense to me. It's like, Wally West. Pre-Flashpoint, just laying in bed. The kids are out back playing. And then the dark multiverse swallowed him up. And before he could go and figure out the Flashpoint, I'm like, 
What? Yeah, and remember a lot of things with, you know, everything that went on with Wally West, that changed so much since the Titans book going on, coming out of the deal, <laughs> you know, the, the most book. important book ever. Where, uh, poor Abracadabra. He's just sitting there. He's like, I was big for at least six months. You I know, was the be all end all. And flash forward. <laughs> Back to Flashword, where at one point, Wally West, haggard in bed. The kids are off back playing. All of a sudden, the dark multiverse swallows him up. He goes after, oh my god, kids, Abracadabra, ha-ha, makes everybody forget. And then Flashpoint happens, like, you know what? We were talking about Impulse and how I just wish that somebody would explain to a really good degree, tie everything up for anything, or just say Flashpoint fucking did it. Do something, but... Poor Wally West, because as much as I complain about Impulse being DH, being called Impulse again, what happened to him, how he's here, it's never going to be as bad as what happened to Wally West no. to bring him back. It's so funny, though, even that where you have Impulse, changing. Bart's like, hey, uh, what happened to Wally? Yeah, we don't talk about that. You, you don't know about Wally? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just wanted to know, like, if you have the speed force of the mind, the deeper than the mental and physical level, where spirits of the speedsters hang out, like Jesse and Max here. Where are these other deeper levels to different things? Like, where's Connor Hawk hanging out at for people to remember him? Yeah. Where's that uh, place at? Who knows? <laughs> who knows? I don't know. Uh, and, and with this, I like, think that by the end like, of this. We forgot about you. You forgot about a lot of people. Yeah, I'm I was, like, yeah, I'm going to say, you forgot about a hell of a lot of people. And then some of these people are remembering too many people, Lagoon Boy. And, and so when you have all these things going on, the, the, the problem that I have with this run, and as we're, you know, coming to an end of Joshua Williamson's run, a lot of people love it. They love the stories. They love all these things. And they love this issue and things like that. I love like the that. pretty colors. That the issue is number one, I realize why a lot of writers, a lot of people say that the speed force is bullshit no, because is. you can't explain it. And, and Joshua Williamson has made it even worse. He has so uh, convoluted I, I anything with it. Like maybe to, he's made it worse. You have an the- open back door that you can go in to get these other forces. Now you have a deeper meaning thing where you have go, spirits. Go, go, go. I mean, it is hey, nonsense. No, no. Jeff, Jeff Johns, he, he's already freaking done this. And the thing is, when you yeah. talk about the forever force and the other forces, yes, Josh. Williamson did his own hole digging over here to make things now. convoluted, but he, he, I can't blame him for how fucked up the Speed but Force is. We also had a other world plane where you had, you know, people hanging out that was kind of involved, that aliens were there at one point, but then it was your safe space. Look, He's done so many weird back things. To the New 52 things where you have the, the wasteland of the Speed Force, the well, desert the land. Savage, like, the Savage the Land savage of the land Speed, speed force, force, Eric. That had dinosaurs, so I'm into that. I, I would have laughed if they were in that. I mean, there's no reason why Barry couldn't have been in the Savage Lands. It would have been hilarious. Uh, but yeah, it's just the Speed Force I, needs a re like a re- I mean, up, like you know, that's a the, redo. You're saying an it needs a, an enema. That's what you're saying. You end up having the Flash I say a book rehaul. I'm like, where that's a not lot a word of times, <laughs> I I think that a lot of times you end up having where this whole you know hundred plus issue run, you do end up with writers kind of running out of things to do, especially when you have everything deal with Speed Force and then the same old villains. And that's what he's done. I think he needs to just get the hell out. And I'm I waiting need- for that big, you know, oversized finale to his run where we actually deal with what the, sp- oh. the Forever Force is. I think is. there'll just be an and explosion that'll reset everything is what'll happen. Is what's going on. That's but- what Wonder Woman's pushing towards in death metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that that's, I think everybody in like a Brian Michael Bendis when, you know, you have books and like, when are we going to know the answers? He's like, listen, there's 36 questions. I'm going to get to them. 
Come on, Desmond. You know I would do if get I was Joshua Williamson. He just wants everything to reboot. Just to be a dick for this whole thing, where he almost along the lines of Scott Snyder just it's jumping off the Justice League and for somebody else just to fill in for <laughs> Justice League until it gets up. Like, so all of a sudden, he just in runs the in. Of the story, and, then, and then all of a sudden, death metal happened and full of flash walked through a door. That now would that, be funny. That's all he's doing. I, I just want, at the end, it's like all of a sudden, a door, like a weird, like Speed Force type door opens. Flares is in there. They're all there. Everybody's even, even some Psych? Of, I'm saying psych. He's dead. No, he's back. <gasps> Even some of the kids and all those people that Steadfast got to be killed that. from the whole Speed Force storm. They're all there, Eric, and, and also Fastback. He's there just because I like him. And they're like, come with us, Barry. We're going to teach you everything you needed to know about these forces. Fade to black. It's the Sopranos I'm now. You, the we find is, out. You have done something with these other forces at this point where I would like to see more things happen. Like, how does the turtle feel about somebody being an avatar of the uh, still force at this he moment? No, he's a turtle. <laughs> he don't care. He's doing turtle things. It, it's weird. You go to talk to him, but he never comes out of his shell. Eric is what happens when and you talk to him. When do you when think you do Wallace's this? dad, Danny's going to come back? <laughs> That reverse flash. When what do you think Henry's doing at this point? He's still hanging out at that cabin. Yeah, he's like, is anybody going to come to me? Because well, it's just funny. like when we bring up the whole thing of the West, where Iris West takes the kids to the freaking yeah. Blue Valley, Nebraska, which is a great Blue Valley call out right there. But talk takes Avery. But it does and, nothing. I'm just saying it's it's a thing that's happened before where they have a cabin there where their mom used to take the you know Danny and her and Rudy you know Wally's like father and you know Wallace's father and her when they were kids when their father Ivory used to freaking you know go little off the handle and maybe want yeah, to beat some get kids. handsy and, and yeah. they, well, i don't know but well handsy yeah with the backhands yeah, yeah, yeah but, the uh, i, yeah, I like this that, whole thing where you, where you bring up the whole thing like okay i remember rudy the idea of danny being the new 52 brother that you had that yeah. is the father of wallace who became the reverse flash i'm like bringing him up feels like is there a chance that we're gonna? Because I like that reverse flash. It's I just think that it's people just keep throwing things out there. It, it really is just the idea of you know everything's up for grabs now. You can mention things. It's just like Xanadoth, Xanadu. I just think that's a line, and then you throw that in. I think it's more of a hey, everybody, look. I know some history. I don't think you'll get much from it, only because we only have a couple issues left here. And maybe though we'll have something go on where Thawne ends up being taken care of here. Something happens, and maybe. Maybe we would go back to Danny Ezra, but you know, something like that would be kind of cool. Imagine uh, inside but, that Speed Force freaking thing if you had Danny West there, that reverse flash, but you know, seriously. like something along those lines because he ran off into like till he was nothing at the end I'm, of that suicide. I'm squad. telling you, you, yeah, I'm saying you have the, the idea where you wanted this big flash family, reverse flash family. If you had all the reverse flashes, all these well, things, that'd be just, pretty cool. I'm telling you, if you had rival back and freaking, you know, the, yeah, the Jake Garrick one and stuff like that, there. Yeah. have them all there that would be Zooms, awesome that would you know, be really Solomon, cool Hunter's and, that, and stuff like that that isn't even quite Inertia. what you want it because you want it more personal deal but if you had reverse flashes like listen you can't beat one reverse flash you're now gonna fight six and you have that that would be cool that would have been neat I, and that would have been talking cool about where, bringing danny back because right now kid flash like we talk about like it he has a like chip on his shoulder that, because right? he has you know a, a yeah. villain father i'm like I want to bring his father back and see how he reacts to that. Yeah, he needs that kind of, and especially because his dad died, you know, doing a hero turn yeah. in the Suicide Squad. It, it would really check out. Now, you say that, 
who knows what goes on if they do reboot, if they do out a death metal going on. We already had a pretty cool thing in this with the idea where Wallace was pissed because he ended up seeing before Flash when he wasn't existing. So the idea of if this reset, you ended up doing this, like I might not exist anymore. Yeah. I really like that call out. And I hope that that comes back into play, at least in some book, in some way, because that is the intriguing part there where you get the reverse, where if they're going to fix the time timeline some of these characters will be gone and just like just like the ones that ended up being disappeared and never seen from new 52 you get the reverse deal that even along those lines of like you know wally west all upset because he remembered his kids and they weren't here lost his fucking mind killed people over this bullshit Waiting for Black Lightning still to remember that he has two daughters like what's thunder and lightning at black Lightning? what are you gonna get upset I mean, yeah, that that's a big deal. And so, yeah, I would love where if we did have some big thing and people are like, I don't want to reboot or whatever, but just Thank as God a- Royce did. It doesn't remember his daughter died. Yeah, really? Well, maybe he's with- And what I was going to say back, is maybe, maybe this too. sets up where you do have Wallace die or you do have him get sucked into the Speed Force and he just ends up with his father in this- deeper place where they can hang for a little I actually little have to go stuff. back and see if because I don't remember if he had the negative speed force or not if we were dealing with it when he created that character again for the new 52 like or you know does he have that and that's what like he's not there and he's actually in a negative speed force deeper beyond physical bullshit or what I, all I know is he was running on water, Eric. He was running yeah, like a son a of a bitch. Dude, Danny. He, he blew up. He ended up blowing up. He took the bomb out of the ocean, blew up, and that was that. But I want to think he kept running into the speed force. That's well, I would like that too. And I would actually, if you're going to change things and do that, I would love to have Wallace be able to if he wasn't going to go through with everything and go into this next deal, which a lot of people don't want him to. I like him, but I you like just don't do enough with him. They they end up not doing a lot with him, but I would have liked the idea of him being able to hang like with his get, father a little. If you get Wallace past that whining phase, I think he could be really cool. Yeah, you need to get him beyond just what he's doing now and have his own identity and be able to do stuff. And he just is just the side guy that whines and bitches and moans. That's all he is in any book he shows up in. And it's a shame because I do like him. Remember at the end of the New 52 when they had that weird like last issue of the deal where he was playing dodgeball with the Speed Force? Now, that's what I need more of. Do you do remember not. that? It was really good. He ended up using that. And that was where it got wonky because then like two weeks later, they're trying to convince us that he got to Speed Force powers during that storm i'm like we, we've been dealing with him for a well, year like, now he, please. he got those powers and then his future self and imbu- came back in time imbued him like yes. his younger self with himself's powers i'm like and then the speed force storm i'm like legitimately i don't, I, I don't say i quite understand hey, wallace west but i do enjoy him legitimately Fucking if i go force. back and look I think it was that issue at the end of the new 52, actually, where he is playing dodgeball, where his future self came back yeah, and explained the film. Yeah. It was a good issue. I really liked it because we did like Wallace West and all that. Uh, but yeah, the whole nonsense. Remember, we were trying to convince ourselves that the Speed Force Storm, it gave him a little extra power. Yeah. It made him a little extra. And then they just started just playing out saying, I did I'm that. I'm trying My to remember how then. things played out now. I'm like, was it after the Speed Force Storm where he couldn't vibrate through things? He only made things explode. Yes, that was when and I, then th- I had think to that go might away. have been before. Because remember, then he was working on cars. <laughs> he, he was doing stuff Speed with the engine. Thing. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my That's a kooky-ass 252. <laughs> oh, my goodness. 
Oh, we like some of it though. Oh my god! But yeah, uh, I think that when for we, I think that when we go to the next version oh. of the Flash. Oh no! Let's, let's talk about this too because this actually bothered the shit out of me in this whole issue. The idea where <laughs> Impulse is talking about the, the 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 Flash family here that he shows up at the West family, you know, cabin and stuff like that. Yeah. Hey, Grandma, who are you? Um, you know, where's Wally? You didn't hear. That's the, what I said. Yeah, it, it, it kills me that yeah. we just have to freaking push that aside. That's like, what I'm saying. Oh well, I said it earlier when he yeah, comes in and he says, and it, it is. It you're just right, dawned though. on me from where I was here. But yeah, you're right though because this. But this is what you get in books nowadays, and this is the problem. Again, go back to the beginning of the section and think of what we said. We said with less books, you're going to have a tighter continuity. You're going to have books that will make sense within each other. What you get now are hints. Things nobody knows what they can and can't say, so you don't say anything. But you want to make it so that it does get said. But like that, hey, what happened to Wally? Well, you don't know what exactly might be happening at this, like, this point. This is huge going on. for Bart Allen to find out about Wally West right now yeah. because they were the Flash family while Barry was gone. Remember, even when like you know the Flash rebirth when Barry came back, how pissed off Bart was that Wally wasn't the Flash anymore, and yeah. Barry's going to take yes. this up even though Wally. I'm like, like this, this so, would kill him. This, it would be just yeah. It would it would be it'd be humongous, and so just throw that in with the fact that you have a Wallace whose dad was Reverse Flash. Like this is some things that you can almost feel like okay, that would have been a cool little aside. That would have been a cool story, but it would have been really nice. It, it, whether or not it's nice really for Bart or whatever, but he should know what happened. He should know because a lot of times at this point, I think that he would know. This would have been just big like news. Julia also. Pennyworth should know about her daddy. Yes, and but at least it, they're just not showing her. She's off on a, a walkabout. I mean, I don't know what she's up to, but you have Bart. She's standing vigil at the cemetery every day. If if you're not going to Daddy. be able to pull out and talk about it, don't bring it up. That That is my biggest hint for any of these writers right now. If no, you no. aren't allowed to That's say anything, if you can't, then why bring it up to I, just say, ooh, you didn't hear? I think yeah, it would kill me anyway, just because if the character shows up and they don't say anything, like, why aren't these fuckers saying anything? <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah, really. It's like, you don't know. Well, he won't be joining. That's the thing, too. It's never answered. I mean, I'm playing it off like, ooh, you don't want to know. She just says you don't know. Well, he won't be joining us at this time. <laughs> that's, that's the way you talk to family when people are in prison. <laughs> no, oh, they won't what, be joining that us That is time. true. But it's also <laughs> that idea where you end up at a, just say it as a family reunion. Everybody's over and you have had the worst time. And you're, you know, your brother is now in jail for like really bad crimes. I'm talking about like, polite family. My you family know. are shit talkers. So well, they still gossip, though, but I'm polite saying normal. Yeah, polite <laughs> family. But I love the idea would be like, hey, uh. Where's Uncle Wally? Pass the potatoes. I'm telling you, because Forrest Gump was freaking, you know, Sally Field. He's on vacation. Yeah. That's so funny. Uh, You don't know. It's, It's just, again, another thing of one of the most important things that has to be said. It'll never be said. You'll just go. But I would like the idea where you do end up. Oh, you didn't hear. This would really piss Bart off. You know what that also might do? Piss him off so much that he might go a little bit over the top where you're going to have to pull him back. I'm saying you're going to have to pull him back. He might end up. Yeah, he might end up. Send impulse to the sanctuary to cure him. But he may go like the thing that he hears is the worst thing he could. And the next thing he's got a punching bag and fawn. He may try to go a little over the top. Well, you have then all of a sudden Jay Garrick show up. And in the meantime, 
we kind of can guess that maybe Max Mercury well, that's might the whole come thing out. Too. That's like, huge. Max I even is, said that about Young why, Justice. Why hasn't Impulse brought up Max at all I know. or anything like that? Like, where is he? Like, you I know, was joking. In Young Justice, I said, that's who he needs. Yeah. He needs his, his guy, Max Mercury. I would love it if, you know, Bart ends up hearing this. He What's goes my nuts. my favorite part of the New 52 he that Max Mercury wasn't yeah. I've never been a fan yeah, of the character. I know. But if Bart's beating the shit, like almost killing you know, the whole deal with Thawne. And then all of a sudden Max Mercury comes out of the below, beyond the speed force. I can't say the speed force, but the underneath, <laughs> the oversize, uh, you end up where, you know, Bart, what are you doing? Max? And then it's, it'd be such a good moment. Oh, yeah, it'd be huge. That hug, that yeah. jump into his arms. Oh, yeah. It'd be great. You, you could have those moments over and over and over in this book, but I just, I, you end up playing like, it but, so I'm going to go back to what points. I was complaining about it before, even to going to, well, continuing on with the weirdness where, like I said, I like that Joshua William brings up that, hey, Kid Flash, oh, Impulse again now, but yes. let's talk about him being DH to the point where he is Impulse again before he became Kid Flash. Let's talk about like, what's up with that? But we're not going yeah. to, but. We that's all we get though. But at, at least, least Joshua Williamson brings that. up Kid Flash, yeah, the idea I knew that, that he like was that. the Flash, and now he's Impulse once again. And that's almost in my mind. You know how I play. That's shade. That was shade. Well, I'm just of waiting for Ivy to show up because she was Impulse, and like, yeah. let's see who wore it better. Fine. Impulse I mean, versus really, Impulse. Really, if if you end up having that now, I my score would. I love Irie, and I would love that. And she wears it better, and you know that. But with that whole thing, like. This is the possibilities why at the end when you have Jay Garrick coming, you know, How it's going to be wonky explanation. It's going to be wonky. Well, I, you know. is, no, no. We say the thing is you can go with a million different things. But yeah, the, you can. The thing that's on my mind currently is that we had him before, Flash number 50, where he's like, I think it was 50. But say my name. Say my, say my name. Say my name, Barry. But Barry could not remember Jay Garrick's name. So he got sucked back into the Speed Force. That was actually, well, I mean, the that was actually the button way back. They were okay, coming back Okay, that was the button. I'm sorry. It. Yes, yeah, yes. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. I was trying to think what the big moment was and all I could think was Flash number 50 yeah, the but that's flash when the speed that, force that barrier the broke speed force, so yeah, yeah. At the end of the button where Jay Garrick is there and Barry couldn't remember him so ridiculous and now I'm guessing because of the events of the doomsday clock where the JSA yeah. work brought back this is why he's here and not but he doesn't look all decrepit the he way he appears look old. He in you know stacked. Greg Capullo's death metal he yeah. looks amazing right oh, here oh he like, looks stacked I Holy can't wait crap. to see more of this now I'm like yeah you have just gone over the top nonsense speed force I like what you're doing with Thawne, though, and we have a big old Flash family here. I'm like, this is not a great story. I want more from it, but right now, I do need to read the next issue. Yeah, yeah, I do too. And this is what's going on here, and and people really love this issue, but they love it, in my mind, not for the story, but for the moments. And when you do have the moments, when even the moments that I'm trying to think might happen, Max Mercury, you're not a big fan, but this is huge for Bart. And I could just imagine, I can imagine him just jumping into Max's arms. You have Jesse Quick, you end up having Jay Garrick here. Jay Garrick coming back young. Yeah, I know you are. And and having Jay Garrick come back, that's even bigger because now he's de-aged. You have JSA-ish, you know, all these things come to mind. These are big, big, big moments. But within that, you get... You know, hey, Grandma, hey, yeah, I remember you. Oh, I remember that wedding. Oh, you know, I was there to ruin it before. And, you, you know, all these nah. things that are just kind of thrown out there. <laughs> He's twisting his mustache. Nah, nah. And, and so there's no explanation. Oh, oh, oh. Like I said, you even, history lesson, yeah, you? You, you even have Avery like, oh, I hate this time travel. That seems to be the explanation. Doesn't make sense. Then you have, hey, you saw us as zombies because you felt guilty about the flashpoint. Is that why? <laughs> I, I would have Barry to say, 
really right now you I'm, say? I'm really desperately trying to get back because I, I really have a sneaking suspicion that Thawne is going to use my body to get busy and, with and, Iris. And not I only need that, to get but back. Even though my mind is deep inside wherever the fuck we're going to call this right now, <laughs> I can still sense my grandson beating the shit out of my face. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is why was he still feel like I know the whole, you know, deep down in the subconscious, he feels bad for the whole speed, you know, but really the flashpoint, I don't think is on the top of of his mind right there and like all of a sudden it's always there but but that's the thing it's not because all of a sudden he doesn't feel as guilty why why i got over that one all it took was somebody to say you don't need to feel guilty about this anymore thank (laughs) god he ends up yeah he's just like oh man also also just put into the fact that there really has been the push that the longer we've gone past that flashpoint barry starts to forget a lot of that though he's kind of well, knows even some the things whole at times thing, depending but, on what you want to play with again i'm going to break up the doomsday <laughs> clock because from yeah. that book it really did seem barry didn't do anything wrong barry was just there as a yeah. catalyst when dr manhattan again ended up it's moving such a thing, weird screwing things up it's such a weird concept that they said, now that you don't feel guilty about the flashpoint, you don't see us as zombies. Done you could have done, done a lot of other things. If you just ended up having it that, oh, you know, now that you're here for a couple more minutes, you, you're kind of settling in. And there you go. Have Barry look like a, a zombie. Ah, you know, going. But it, it's just so odd with that. But these half answers, illusions, things like that to go, they are overshadowed by big moments. You do have people who have been begging and begging for a Flash family. The weird thing about it is you said it. Wally's the Flash family. You know, that's the the center. That's the deal. He's not there. And you even have it brought up where I think that that's where they, you know, you end up having Joshua Williamson. I wish that he played more with that because that's where everybody kind of centers on. I wish that you could have it in a deal where Wally could come back right now. Just the, imagine where Wally comes back. He's Boom, fresh opens. going. He comes in freaking Mobius chair. Damn right. And, and then saying, and everybody like, wait a second. And things are changing. All of a sudden you see. Snaps then his fingers. Thawne's head there. blows up. Hey there, boys. Yeah, and then he snaps his fingers. Thawne's head blows up. And now he's back in jail. Eric, you can't do that. He's still a villain. But still. Fuck, but you, no, you, the, you, the you idea of that. that right there. Thinking about Parallax used his energy back in, you know. Before pre-Flash went back in the 90s, and stuff like that, yeah. to rebuild the body of Oliver Queen, his best friend, and yeah. like you know, bring him back to life, bringing Green Arrow back to Make life. Make Arsenal. And the thing is, I'm like, well, I got to think that at least, you know, a bit of the, you know, the Dr. Manhattan energy, you could yeah. recreate Wally oh, West. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, well, I'm sorry, could. I'm Roy, Roy Harper. Roy, you could. It, there's no nobody could complain about that. You combine the Speed Force and the, the Manhattan shit, you could do and whatever the, the hell you share. want. Fuck it. I'm telling you, we already said that Reverse Flash could do what the fuck he wants, and we don't care. Uh, Dr. Manhattan, he could do whatever. I mean, really, you could do that. Also, if you just want to do, he snaps his fingers, Reverse Flash, he dissipates, and then the molecules all go, and he makes he he makes Roy out of that. Oh man, I'm loving it. That would make no sense. But with all this going on. Again, those big moments, I, I'm giving it a seven because the big moments, they're wow moments. I'm aware of this. I'm not <laughs> they're a dummy. wowing me. It, they are. And and so I am looking forward to the next issue. And finally, and this is where I was trying to in my blurb, and I couldn't quite get how I wanted to explain it, but I'm now going to explain the idea that Joshua Williamson only has a couple more issues left. You have explained shit to us. I mean, really, we have been mad about it. 
Fuck it. Just get, don't even worry about it. Just give me these moments. Get the Flash family back together that they can be, and I will applaud you. I don't, yeah, it'd be great if we found out what Flairza was up to, but I'd rather have Wally back. I'd rather have Irie. I'd rather have them. Forever Force. Yeah, I, fuck it. Forever Force is gone forever, Black but Flash, I end up dead. having all of the characters that I love. Max Mercury, Jesse Quick, you have all of these. Liberty Bell, you have them all. They're all there and I'm loving it. And then I will say, you know what? I didn't like the whole run, but boy, you left it in better hands in a better way than you came on. That's all I need. Bravo. I would love it. And yeah, so I don't think we're going to get that quite, but maybe, maybe, maybe because things, people are just showing up. <laughs> it is like a family reunion where every two seconds the doorbell rings and the next surprise guest has arrived. Oh my God, Danny, I thought you were lost in the Caribbean. He's there. He's got seaweed all over him like they do. He didn't even wash when he came back. He's like, no, no, the ship capsized, but I survived. It's so funny How did thinking you do about that? The, Ding dong. The new 52, though, the recreation of a new universe after Flashpoint, thinking how the Flash was the one that was affected the most out of all of these other heroes yeah. and stuff like that like you know yeah he you don't have guilty. a connor hawk and stuff like that yeah you don't have dinah and green arrow together but you can get to that point I'm like you have eliminated like you know the, this bart allen's gone jake yeah. garrick's gone you Wally get the West idea that gone. when he I'm put like, it together Fuck. and i know that things got wonky but at one point he was putting it together he's kind of a dick he, he doesn't like competition Eric. No, no, it's he, like me at the guilty. end i'm like that's why it only affected yeah. him exactly but it'd be like me i'm like okay let's bring everything back eric you know oh eric and jess yeah jess we got to get fresh crew there we got ta- uh, you know she really was bitching and moaning at me a lot right before this flashpoint maybe we'll lay off there maybe she'll come back later yeah, that's what he did he's like i like being flash now i don't need that wally you know stepping on my coattails and going with the whole deal but yeah it, it's it's one of those i'm gonna give it a seven i could the way i'm t- i could go seven five no i'm, I'm just t- go I'm gonna, up just i'm, I'm gonna go seven about a seven out of ten i could yeah, go I'm down go to seven. a six five because of the nonsense of the story not really telling everything that i could but there are a great amount of moments here and i do want to see what's going to happen next and i yeah, love and the then, art and then having us talk about a lot of new fifty two and nonsense too. So at least it got us talking about some things in the I like I about like timelines and continuity. It's kind of my thing. Yeah. Yeah, it is your thing. Not my thing is usually, but I like talking to you about it. But that's that. But we're gonna go off right now to some more books. Yo, it's mail call. mail with eric it's mail with me jim because eric is not here but i want to tell you you can be here you can be here each and every week by emailing us at weird science dc comics at gmail.com i wanted to do that nice and slow for myself as i drink my coffee and read some mail the first one is from alex M, who says how much for a cameo from you and Eric. How much for a cameo? He says. Now, here's what I would do. If I was on cameo, who's high pitch? That's all I would do the whole time. Uh, I'd have to talk to Eric about a cameo. 
Where And Alex M is bringing this up because recently it is one of those things. I think it's either coming up at this fandom or a comic, whatever it is, you can end up going and paying these comic guys like a Scott Snyder, a Tom King, uh, you know, an Eric Shea. You, you can pay them $22 for three minutes of their time on like a Zoom call. And, and I wonder how many times they're going to go, okay, who's up next? Oh, Eric. Sh- oh, no. And pants down. <laughs> That's what you'd get. That'd be pretty funny. I did mention that I was going to start a Kickstarter where I'm raising money, a GoFundMe, where I'm raising money so that we can, in fact, you know, get some time with these people and just yell at them. That's what I was going to do, you know, because the world needs more yelling nowadays is, is the deal, right? That's where is Aaron a- right now? I said he's in Minnesota. I, I mean, really, this is this is tying into the beginning, by the way, if you didn't listen to that. Boom. But Alex M., I don't know. I'll have to talk to Eric. I think that Eric, because he's so vain, he would want $22.50 is what he wants. How much for the little cameo is what I would also. Who's high pitch? Here we go. We're going to go to the next deal. And it's not a robot. Josh who says, hey, Jim and Eric. How dare you? Yeah. Eric. (laughs) (laughs) I hope Jim recovers quickly from the flood debacle. I actually went down in the basement, down in the Black Mold Studios today to check it out because I did some better work down there. I'd like to say I do my best work in the Black Mold Studios. It's just one of those things where it separates me, you know, from life, separates me from that hustle and bustle of daily deals. Uh, I end up going down there and actually it feels like I have to get to work. Now now I'm in back in the recording room upstairs and I'm like, yeah, this is nonsense. I'm looking around. I mean, down in the Black Mold Studios, all I really can look at is walls with black mold. So so there's not much distractions here. I'm like, huh, there's the window. I can see some trees out there. There's a fern. All right. There's a Diet Coke. Yeah, I guess I had that stuff down there as well. At one point, just to tell you how bad my attention span is and how distracted I get, I, I was doing something down in the Black Mold Studios, which was right next to our water heater. And I look over. And it's got a digital display, digital display. And that ended up 45 minutes later. I'm playing with the thing. It's a it's a hot water heater. I did end up raising the temperature of our water from I think it was like at 125 to 130 and almost burnt the shit out of everybody in the house. I had to take that down a little. I thought that I like the hot showers, right? I like it hot. And it didn't work out. Question. Uh, and then he says, I hope Eric finds his hubcap. No, but nobody cares about Eric and his hubcap. I mean, really? I hope he finds the love of his life because he hasn't found it yet. Though he did tell me at one point he did. It's not Jess. <laughs> Question. With all the layoffs at DC and the comments shared by Jim Lee about the benefits of digital, do you think that we're likely to be switching to primary digital distribution method for comic books? If so, how soon do you see this shift happening? What I think is what we're going to do and what I think that people have to calm down a little. I did have a show on the Patreon talking about all of this, the new show, but I went into detail. Just my thoughts. There's not really any concrete things going on. It's mostly people's opinions. And as they say, opinions are like assholes. You can wipe them twice a day if you need to or not. And so I was going through all that. And yeah, yeah, they're not going to be primary. 
But I think what you're going to do, you're going to whittle down the books as they're doing. You're going to get to a core bunch of books. I mean, you'll have your Batmans, you'll have your Supermans, Justice League, Flash, man, you know, Wonder Woman, hopefully like an Aquaman, hopefully at least all of the characters that are in the Justice League, and then a, a couple others, possibly Bat books, as we always get. But the thing is, you have that core, right? Then you start bringing out the digital stuff. Now, with the whole idea of people, well, digital, I hate it. I like the feel of paper. Yeah, yeah. We, we yell about this in the regular podcast as well, which I think you've already heard. But the idea of the pricing is going to be a big thing. Now, the digital first stuff is 99 cents a chapter, but they're kind of half chapters, you know, half books. They, they have the page count, but they're big pages, very big page. But if you ended up doing this, the whole thing that was, you know, one of the big things is they, you can't have a cheap, and again, we talked about this earlier, but you can't have a cheap digital book that's going to cut, undercut the comic shop. Well, the times have come where desperate times call for desperate measures, and you may have books cheaper at first, get people in, but you'll have your digital books, and maybe something like a Batgirl is digital, or you'd have, you know, especially something if it comes up like an Amethyst, things like this, but when you end up something sells and you go. But I think one of the other things is is you end up having a company, DC, not knowing this brave new world that we have with the COVID. So how many books can they support print-wise? Well, what you do is you whittle it down. Say you have eight books. Say you have eight monthly books. Some of these like a Batman twice a month. You have all that, right? And all of a sudden, okay, the the numbers go up. Oh, my. People were just, you know, if they're not able to get their Superman is now in the 70,000s, right? You go and then you add another book. Like then you say you add a Green Lantern. Okay, that that's at 72. All right. Well, let's then add, like I said, an Aquaman. Let's just add a Nightwing. Oh, that that's only at 12. Okay, that's not going to work. Let's. And I think that that's what they're trying to figure out. And I think that we will have a lot of digital stuff that I think that while people don't like change, you have to get that because of the idea, something that's digital and it's online, something that you can click to get. Somebody with a computer in Senegal right now could get that. Somebody in Alaska, boom. Somebody in the Antarctic, boom. They they can all get to it. It is available to everybody without any sort of, you know, things going on and and crazy distribution problems and things like that. But it also will allow these comics to be, you know, the the metal men, stuff like that, or a firestorm. You tell me right now that, you know, two years ago, you end up, hey, we're going to have a firestorm book. I I can tell you right now that's not going to sell a lot. Unfortunately, like a book like Hawkman, that's not going to sell a lot. It's just unfortunate. Eric's big quote to me when I first met him and we really started talking comics was, I love Hawkman, but Hawkman books never sell. And he's right. But the idea of a print copy needing to sell 20,000 copies to break even, you know, uh, that seems to be the deal. Not make money, break even. And you have a Hawkman that says sells 12,000. So the thing is, though, Digital-wise, which it's tough to know because they don't really give out the numbers and things like that, but we may find out that digitally, you only have to sell 7,000 copies to break even, so that 12,000 Hawkman digitally, that's a hit. Print, it's a bomb. Print, you have to cancel it. Digitally, and, and I see a lot of people, and I see a lot of Hawkman fans like, oh, 
you know, if, if they're going to go this route, I'm done. I'm done with these. But yet you probably would have had a continuation of this Hawkman run if it was digital. And so you could do that. And, and you end up what it seems to me, you have the barometer that you're using to test the market. You have these print books, right? And, you, oh, they're doing great, great. Now we have Nightwing digitally. It comes out. And I think that's why when we see the whittling down, like you get Supergirl canceled, right? Batgirl canceled. I really, in my mind, I can't see a DC Comics without some sort of Supergirl Without some sort of Batgirl, you know, that that feels very weird. So I think that what happened is when you did have that attempt, Supergirl, print, 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 and then at issue 28 digital, people got pissed. Oh, my God, I had all these issues, and now you switch to digital. You screwed me. I can't collect it in my thing. I can't have it on my shelf and in my long box. Well, you cancel it then and bring it back digitally later and see. Oh, my God, you know what? And and the thing in my mind, and again, I'm gonna I'm rambling now, but... If you have a book that sells 30,000 print, right, and then switch that to digital, I think that you run into the problem of 30,000 print, you go to digital, then you got 8,000 people, people are pissed, whatever. But if you have a book that sells 25,000 digitally, and then say to people, you know what, thank you, you really kicked butt buying this book, we're going to switch it to print. Print those issues that are already out, maybe the trade of the thing, and then go print. I don't think you're going to have a dip in that 25000 then. I think you're only going to add. So I think that the whole idea in my mind is the digital is like the minor leagues. You end up, you know, you develop some things. Hey, some people in the minor leagues, you're, you're heading to the bit. No, it didn't work out. I got injured. Oh, I, I can't hit the curveball. Now you don't go to the big show. You don't make the major leagues. But there's, you know, all of a sudden you get a Mike Trout going through the system and he's, you know, straight up. So you'd have that. And it gives also just imagine where a company now like DC and with AT&T, Warner Brothers, there's people who are mad because it's being treated as a business. Well, unfortunately, it is. And nobody likes to hear the business part of things. But a book doesn't sell. It gets canceled. That's the easy formula. And it seems as DC in being nice, I guess, was really carrying a lot of bombs. I mean, books that if they're saying under 20,000, you see Jim Lee saying we're going to get rid of about 25% of the line. These are the ones that should have been canceled before. So they've been carrying this stuff all this time. But if you are having this business, then you have to say, okay, what is going to work in print? What, what Batman, we're going to get a lot of Batman. And that stinks because a lot of people get mad about that. But also... Are you now just going to get the five, you know, top five writers? Because that's the other thing. You, you can't risk having a print book by an unknown writer because it's not going to sell as much. This is all. So if you do just if you have the digital, this is like the kind of the aside. You have the business part in the print. Okay, these have to sell. They're going to sell. We got, but then the digital kind of—that's where you can have the creative flow. You can have new writers, new artists, all these things where you can test it out. It's almost like you're down in the lab. You're cooking it in the crock pot, 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 cricket down in the lab there with the idea that that's where the creative juices can go. That's where you can develop writers. That's where you can see what sells. That's where you can go. So the idea of it's just a business, uh, this stuff sucks, AT&T. I think that this idea of digital 
you have to look at it a little different than just, oh, they're going to screw us all digital. Oh, they're going to come. It is the way that they'd be allowed to play around a little, allowed to kind of check some things out. I mean, there you could look at some of the digital stuff, not just in the COVID shutdown, because that was a lot of Walmart reimagining and reprinting and stuff like that going digital. But back in the day, some of the digital stuff is some of the strongest things you have injustice which to me and i say this and i say it full out i think it's one of the best books that came out in the last 10 years i really do it was that good that was digital would we have ever had that in print that might have been hey you know we're, we're gonna do this tie-in to a video game uh yeah that's not good you know but that's what you get. So I don't even know if I answered the question. This is me rambling. But again, that's what I do. And saying how soon do I think the shift will happen? Well, I think that some of the things that we're seeing, you're getting books canceled, you're getting things you know, reset, all that. I think that after death metal ends, that is a way to really wipe the slate. If it's a reboot of any kind, soft, hard, medium, flaccid, I don't know. But it is a marking point i think where you can say okay well now let's put this initiative now this whole thing was spelled out as a two-year plan so i think it it will be gradual and you're gonna have to you know i hate to say you are gonna have to treat this whole digital stuff like you have to be the drug dealer here you're gonna have to give the taste you're gonna have to get people used to the delivery system you're gonna have to give them something and i think that that's what I hope, I, I hope there's people involved and they're getting outside people to come in, which is sometimes scary, sometimes doesn't work out. I'm looking at you, Atari, if you know what I mean. But, yeah, you have all this going on that you get people. You just have to get people because this growing pains that I see, I want the feel. I want to, you know, I, hey, I don't really own it. I can't display it. These are things that I heard when you switch to digital music. I know that and Eric even said they make LPs still, right? These, these are for the hipsters. You got to have a curly mustache to go and buy those. I, I hear that's the card. That's the bonus card. But yeah, uh, if the music industry or just say not the music industry as a whole, but uh, a company, you know, Capitol Records. Yeah, we're not going to go digital. They'd no longer be around. I don't even know if they are. But, you know, that sort of thing. Then you had the same thing with games. The big thing with games was two things. One that goes very much with the comics. Why am I paying the same price digitally as I am the deal? Well, you ended up having games and we're going to have a little downloaded content. Okay, I'm getting used to downloading stuff. And even then you had complaints. Why isn't it in the game? Why do I have to pay? You know, these things are growing pains and you do lose people along the way. But look at gaming. People said you, you could still buy physical copies, but people said right away. Well, I don't know in the game what happens when this and the digital license, all this stuff. Well, they'd worked it out to the point where my kids haven't bought a physical game in years, years upon years. Then you have a shutdown and just a, a whole deal. Just imagine the idea of waking up in the morning and, and you know, I, I want to get that new Madden. Yeah, I don't feel like going to the GameStop today. Oh, you know, I don't have gas or, or I have gas. Maybe that's the problem. But hey, you know what? I can just go and click it or even better. It's already downloaded for me at midnight when, when it hit. Okay. I'm in. People like convenience people. And so the idea of working out the kinks here and the growing pains of pricing and what goes on. How do you do it? Now, I, I really, the whole other thing with this, they're talking about the DC Universe app. 
And, you know, they're losing all the shows or they're shifting them over to the HBO Max. This was something that people were fearing anyway when you had that app end up where, huh, I can't get it for a year again. I can't up for something's up. Now, I hope that what they do is because of that, they end up having the app with just comics, but they shove it down to every six months. You get the new ones, just like the Marvel Unlimited, but also work the shop into that work that you can buy the digital comics right in your DC Universe app. And then it goes into your library there as well, because people that are saying and people that I talk to, I don't I don't read digital. I don't do You have the DC Universe app. You just told me that you read like a whole series of a book. Oh, oh, I I don't mean that. I mean, I I wouldn't buy, you know, people are getting used to it. That might have already been, you know, the free taste, even though you pay for it. But you just have to get people used to these things. People had to get used to MP3s back in the day and then. Then, then you're on the Napster, right? Remember that? The Napster, you're there, and you're you're telling people on your GeoCities page how cool the, the insane clown posse is and stuff. I'm Eric now. <laughs> he ended up having a bunch of GeoCities pages. But the, then you end up where, okay, people are saying, and you stop hearing the complaints then because people, convenience, or they just get you the same with the games, all of that. So I don't know if I answered your question. Love the extra content. Keep it coming. Take care. Not a robot, Josh, but yeah, that was my ramblings, kind of a, I don't know, I talked a little different stuff on the Patreon, see, I'm trying to make it seem like you have to go over to the Patreon to get more, I just gave you the free taste, you didn't realize I was the drug dealer all along, oh my god, how dare you, alright, well I'm gonna go off now and I'm gonna go back to me and Eric, and we're gonna talk a little more comics. Just want to hear Jim's voice and not hear Eric Shea reviews. I want to hear Jim's reviews. Hear Jim's reviews. Ah, yes, we're going to hear Jim and Eric. So I'm just going to start using myself in the third person. Right? Oh, my, I wonder what Jim thinks of that. I'm just going to say that, and then you'll say, I don't know, and then it'll really fade, and there will be no I bit to know. it. I don't know. I don't know. We have three books to end all of this nonsense that we call a podcast, and with the whole deal of... DC canceling a lot of books having we're going to end up talking about a lot of books going forward like all right well this one's going to be canceled soon and this one and we do end up having two books one that already had a cancellation announced but another one going in I do think that Wonder Woman is safe and I'm not saying that just because numbers or sales it's just I hope Wonder Wonder Woman would be safe uh I I'm kind of sad, though, because once we had the shutdown, I always like looking at sales. Me and you always have. We like to see how things are going. We like to see how people react. And the idea of a Wonder Woman with Mariko Tamaki, is this something that people have jumped on and been like, oh, my God, I got to get a hold of this. I have to read it and things like that. And without 
the big there's no real sales data anymore especially for dc because they don't go through diamond all these things going on it seems like that is a thing of the past so i can only go by what i see and hear in the slack on twitter and not hearing that much i'm not really getting a ton of people that are coming out and saying like oh my god this wonder woman is a breath of fresh air i need to read it all these things though i do think it's good it's just i don't know do you get a sense that people are loving this or doing anything i, or I really just kind bes- of besides for us it's what we're always you know yelled at about like we tell it how we think it's real everybody else i just see any book you'd bring up it's the greatest thing there's ever yeah, been but i don't that's what i'm saying that actually i'll go with that by i don't sit there and say oh my god it must be the greatest what i end up with that thinking well at least they had the gumption to, to tweet it out whether they read I it or not they're gonna say it i ended up seeing where in that first issue you ended up having DC, and and you love this. This is something that you giggle all the time when they go on Facebook and Twitter. You usually go the Facebook side of things where it's like, hey, everybody, Wonder Woman 759. What about Wonder Woman and Max Lord? And then there's the comments, and you usually and have somehow fire Bendis. I'm like, what are we doing here? But like, even today, yes. coming up from work, the big thing is like, I'll follow like a DC Comics on uh, Facebook, but then yeah. I'll also be following a Superman, an Aquaman, a Wonder Woman, a Green Lantern. So when yeah, I get home and, and exactly, like yeah. and I go through my timeline then, and it's just stacked with all the stuff. Like today, it was all about the DC fandom. I'm like, oh, I need to see what's going on here. Pretty much, people are just pissed off because they don't understand what DC fandom is. Other people are like yay we're gonna be doing more stuff and it's like cheerleaders but also fire bendis yeah it's all it does have that fire bendis all the time well when we had that tweet because i'm on the twitter side of the deal when you have that wonder woman oh mariko tamaki jumps on you know what did you think and most people i mean there was nothing really like oh my god best book it just seems it's funny so i didn't see subdued. anything on facebook this week about really? the books coming out for anybody to comment on and this would have been a couple of weeks ago because of the wonder woman but what what i ended like up even this I, week though for the books that would have come out i didn't really see anything i caused a little controversy there was there was a lot of yelling and, and stuff going on a lot of it at me all i said was yeah, I, I liked it enough, but I need to know more of this connection yeah. between Diana and Maxwell Lord. I won't call him what Max, time by are we the dealing way. With? And then people attacked me. And I say attacked. I might be going a little You're bit too far with that. Yeah, yeah. They did end up kind of throwing shade at me, some other podcasts as well, saying, well, we all know this, and we all know Infinite Crisis, and we all know. And I said, no, no, no. What I need to know, because we don't know that, is the timeline open already? Is the reason I'd love if Tamaki came out and said, listen, I understand what's going on. I do know, you know, the, the history of Maxwell Lord and Wonder Woman. But unfortunately, with what's going on now and with things opening up, I don't they don't want me to kind of step over some things that will become something later. They don't want me to say something is is it and then two months later we find out not and maybe yeah. that's the case but i need to know that that's what well, i want to know one of those things we talk about because it comes along down the same line as young justice where i caught a lot of shit like i need to know what's happening here because these characters were in the new 52 in the teen titans are we bring- and not only that if they weren't in the teen titans in the new 52 they were definitely the teen titans in the pre-flashpoint era but i need to know and like, what are you talking about that whole new 52 has been wiped out and i have to say well we continued on like from new 52 into rebirth we continued on the story of aquaman red hood all these things weren't wiped out and even if we go to with the last issue of young justice where bendis said yeah that wonder girl that's the new 52 origin wonder girl not the pre-flashpoint so like what am i playing with right now with max Lord and wonder woman and usually that's what we're trying to say you're not you know yeah you might be 
one of the guys who hashtag fire Bendis, but and you would never uh, do that. You would never ever, do that. I know no. you wouldn't. Uh, but the I don't idea, like on no, no. But the idea when we're talking about it, or if you do comment, you just want to know. This isn't, you know, necessarily shade. This isn't like, oh, here we go again. That, that I'm a you know, we will sword. do that as well. But what I need to know, and what we said way back, Man of Steel, Bendis, when he first came over, when you said, you know, Star City. Instead of yeah, Seattle and, from Star City, like, well, we're not really dealing with Star City anymore. A lot of people thought we were nitpicking with a lot of things. And I, a lot of people thought I was nitpicking, saying I wanted to know more of the connection with the Diana and Maxwell Lord. Listen, minds this, know. this doesn't change the story in my mind. One of the big things we want to know the toolbox we're playing at the toy box, even Eric, if you want to be yourself, but we also in my mind, we're like, playing in a toy, a toolbox because it's fun. You got the hammers, right? You know, it's like nuts and bolts. We got screwed, right? Is that what happens? It's just that easy. <laughs> you end up where I think that you'd agree, especially when we had man of steel, what we wanted to know and what I want to know in this Wonder Woman with Mariko Tamaki, I want to know what she knows. I want to know what she is playing with because I want to be confident that the writer of this book knows the history of these characters. And I want to see that. Bendis, he came to DC and I don't think he knew Superman Anything. really great. But then he started finding out stuff and then he forced it in in a way of a look at me i know these things and that's annoying too I, I, but I swear the biggest thing that he forced in there to say like look i know things guys mark shaw manhunter yeah yeah big, big reveal right here and that's all we got but then that twisted around to us saying that doesn't he, make any sense does he <laughs> think that that's a big character like that's where i'm saying and where i'm worried about mariko tamaki here and she's playing this wonder woman a little bit, I can't. I don't want to say generic, but very safe. She's playing it really ultra safe, and that worries me because when you play it safe like that, you don't end up telling great stories. And I thought that with the whole Bendis thing, even like we said, we were worried at the beginning, and you know those worries came to fruition. Those worries ended up being, you know, really the things that we have hated. So I'm worried about it, but I don't hate this issue. I mean, I'm saying this, Eric, because I don't want people to yell at me as well, oh. as they always do. I don't I think just, they do. I just wanted to discuss things with, with the whole deal. And it An would have been a shame. It would have been a shame, too, if all of a sudden, because there are still books in my mind that are going to be canceled. And we could go down the list of usual suspects, Batman Beyond. It'd be Red weird Hood. Red Hood to get canceled because you just started a thing. But that's what I was going to say about Wonder Woman. you real shame Mariko Tamaki starts out. And people, like I said, I don't see a huge hype, but I'm seeing people at least enjoy it. And it'd be fun. Yeah, three issues and done. Uh, so I hope that's not the case. But yeah, we could we could just sit here and guess some of the other books. Nightwing, I don't think will last fully until a what we think will be a reboot, stuff like that. But that's for another time, Eric. We're going to get Look, to these books. I, I know though. for certain that we got to get out of the Joker War and have Nightwing be Nightwing before that book can be over. Exactly. That's what we need. And then probably have like one arc after that, which was what we'd be involved in. And I said to you, the idea of some of the books being canceled, I even tweeted it out to one guy. That it doesn't shock me. None of the books shocked me. You said maybe Young Justice shocked you a little bit, but they, they didn't shock me. I'm just shocked at some of these others that are remaining, but I think that they're remaining to finish an arc or also get to one of those even numbered type, you know, 50, 75, stuff like that, even though 75 is not an even number. Even. Eric, I'm aware of that, but you know what I mean? These anniversary, anniversary stuff I got things. You. And uh, milestones, even. you know, the even issues like 23, 31, and 77. You're right. Eric. 
<laughs> Numbers are not a thing that is a strong suit for me or the rest of the Werners. Hence, five kids are Wonder Woman number 760. I said, I said to Tanya, I said, hey, I wanted to have, five, you know, I want three kids. And then she said, at least we don't have Alzheimer's. Wonder Woman number That's 760. Right? <laughs> uh, written by Mariko Tamaki. This, this is the show, people. Art by Mikel Janine, Jordi Belair, and Pat Rousseau. Mariko Tamaki continues her Wonder Woman story, and while this looks great and is not offensive just at so all, great. I just didn't like it as much as last issue. I was waiting to see if we got a clear understanding of Diana Maxwell Lord's past, but we don't, and I don't have a clear sense of Mariko Tamaki's version of this Wonder Woman. So far, Diana feels like a passenger in her own book, with everyone talking to her while she drifts from scene to scene. I think the book looks great, but two issues in, and it's yet to feel big or really grab me, and that's the thing. I don't mind it. It's, It's not offensive. I think it is safe. It's such a quick read. Donnie, I mean, it feels a this. lot like a Batman and yeah. the Outsiders I was gonna, I'm glad you said that because I was going to bring up. Man, this I book looks great and I can read it in two minutes. Yeah, you had Dexter really Soy's happens. art. And because of the huge panels and the really nice looking thing, yes, you do have almost like it, it plays out almost like a digital book where it's like, yeah. you know, the one page you get through really quick. Again, I don't mind it. I just I want more and I want more of an inkling about what this one is this wonder woman really the warrior wonder woman is this the compassionate wonder woman we had with the steve orlando is this you know is it all of them this is the wonder woman who lives in washington dc who hasn't really found her way yet. no it it, that's how it seems it almost in my mind it seems as if mariko tamaki's playing it safe while she learns like and that's how not a to bad do thing it. to do especially no, it's since not. right like right now i don't think it's a great wonder woman series so far that picking up with mariko tamaki stuff but, but it's not bad it's passable at this point i don't not like reading it you know we're going through i would like to know more and that's my biggest problem and that is the biggest problem but is that also an asset eric i don't know but with that whole deal the, you had g willow wilson jump on wonder woman i was excited i really do like g willow wilson i just ended up last week if you did not know I ended up reviewing her dreaming issue, Waking Hours, on this here podcast, Eric, on the regular feed. And I loved it. I thought it was really good. When she jumped on to Wonder Woman, me and you right away, we thought, yeah, she doesn't really have that feel of the Wonder Woman. And the other characters, including the sexy, horny satyr, they were more developed than what she was doing with Wonder Woman. And it's not quite that bad here. I just, I need to get more of Wonder Woman. She's very reactionary in this. She ends up not really questioning some things. I mean, well, that, she comes home. That's one of the biggest things about it, even the idea of the reactionary Wonder Woman, where we can see what kind of Wonder Woman we're playing with by, she's not the world's greatest detective. She's not going out and like tracking down the clues to get to the bottom of what's going on. She is just dealing with things as they happen to her. And she just, as she even says to her neighbor, this thing, I help people. Yeah, and that's, that's the one that we have seems here. to be what exactly it is that you're getting and what it ends up feeling like at the end, why it's not hitting so hard with me and go to, like little vignettes. Here's Wonder Woman helping this. Here's Wonder Woman helping that. You even have Wonder Woman on a wrecking ball like Miley Cyrus. But you start off with Maxwell Lord, who you get a little bit of a problem with the art from issue to issue. We ended up ending the last issue where at one point Maxwell Lord had a bloody nose. You told me that he wiped it away. Remember when yeah. you said that? Well, it's back, meaning that he's controlling things again and really being a trigger in my mind of 
he's lying because he's doing something that might have been just a faux pas last issue I where you didn't end it's one of it. those things where we jump into this whole thing we have the pile of dead bodies around Wonder Woman and Max Wood where he just told everybody who was riding in the prison to kill one another so we're just jumping back and seeing where we're at right here because once we move past that first thing where he says you know you're welcome by the way we're done with the bloody nose he's not pushing anybody the rest of the whole thing and I'm actually compelled to believe everything that well, Max Wood says to say I believe but it's just weird that thing. at the cliffhanger no bloody nose and now it's back again. They're, they've been dead. And it just seemed like by the end of that issue, it meant something. You said he wiped his nose. Like he, yeah. he said it on. But now it's back. And it just seems maybe and there was a little, nose. maybe there was a little faux pas again, like by the end, because I don't think it, once you're done, it stops. And I don't think he's controlling anything right now. And I do believe, and I think that's the twist of this whole deal. Well, you end up having Wonder Woman. She and, doesn't and believe even- him. Even if you want to say that he is doing the push right now with the bloody nose when he says, look down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just having her look down right there might be just the whole thing that we're playing with where he is trying to push to do but this. But it's like, weird, I too, but you. if you look, she just – she never looks down. She is right in his eyes there. So that's a kind of a weird thing, and maybe he's struggling to make her do that. And it's not working, and that's why. But even so, that's just a little thing. But she ends up saying, you know, I don't need you to save me. I don't like you. You know, we have a past, which they're not going to get into, but she really thinks that he's the one, um, you know, all the pieces well, yeah. connecting go to him, even he's though. He's the usual suspect at this point for what we're is, dealing with. Even though we even said this was beyond the scope of a Maxwell Lord who's in a penitentiary doing something to a woman outside of Ikea, but we well, let's play with it and think that that was to get well, the attention. Let's, e- let's even go with the idea that we are playing with every bit of continuity that we've dealt with previously where you know she has killed him. He came back in brightest day. He was even then in Task Force 1 where at the end he was put back into Task Force 11 kind of thing and became a brain bomb for Brainiac where it looks like maybe that whole thing with the rest of the psychics in Task Force 11 maybe that enhanced to, to a degree. And Who knows? I- I would, I would love that. I wish we'd have an inkling of it. You know what I mean? Like just a little mention but of everything Amanda that we Waller have or something. here with this whole deal. I believe Maxwell Lord is on the up and up. Yeah, I do too. I, I completely do. And again, though, when you end up having things spelled out in this, like why are you here? There is a trigger to give us an inkling of what's going on. Some information. You know, Just well, a Come on. you know, you know me. I got in trouble with your Justice League, and then Amanda Waller. Woo wee! She was crazy. Good she ended up making that brainiac, that brainiac and stuff. And that's the funny thing is, you have the lasso around his neck. He has to tell the truth. And okay, good budget cuts and good behavior. I mean, that does make sense, especially budget cuts in a post leviathan deal where things had gone wrong okay i can go with that it's not what i wanted though it's not what i thought needed to be spelled out where you have a chance to give us a little inkling and tie it into some other things again is it that she's not i don't know that's i want to know what's going on but he does continue to kind of trash talk and not really you know follow orders or tell the truth at bits it's a little off but i'm not that concerned with that uh but i'm looking for answers the the army shows up they have guns drawn and they're going to take maxwell away and he says you know i want you to believe me i'm telling the truth and i do like you said i believe he's on the up and up the only I'm thing not that the could... man you knew diana things are different he's got the lasso wrapped around his neck i'm like okay he's telling the truth again you end up having the lasso around his neck. She snapped his neck in a past. Is that still at play? Because I would have liked if he would have just had a little thing. 
Boy, this is really your MO. Like, this is really your go-to, right? With the ne- Something like that would have been like, oh, my God, yeah, there we go. But she doesn't do that. But when she goes off, she goes to Etta Candy, and Etta says that basically the whole country and a lot of major cities are in big trouble because they are having the same I, I like to control. think it's not as big as they're talking about because even Etta says, like, we got a lot of people coming in doing messed up things, and a lot of them are people trying to get That's out of what weird. they've done. I don't I'm like, know why that you throw that in to kind of give you because, yeah, like, one guy. Right, we, got, we got like four cases, I think. Everybody else is just lying to get out of shit. One guy bit a dog. Man bites dog. Yeah, I can understand that. I ended up having the squeaky toy for our dog that had that on the Daily Paul News, the man bites dog. <laughs> and, and so, yeah, but also – Eight killed in mall shooting. Now, now we're getting darker. And with that, yeah, the thing that, that Edda seems to bring up, she, she goes past the eight killed in mall shooting and goes with, yeah, this one guy was pissed off that his guinea pig was held hostage. And I ended up thinking of Baldur's Gate too, Eric, if you would know that reference. I don't, but I don't. you end up I'm having all of this go, yeah, really? <laughs> really? Baldur's Gate 2 Why do you get is to do not stuff a man. And, and yet, because legitimately that was like 20 years ago. Uh-huh. I've grown up since then, Erica. Not inches. Oh, I'm going to end up doing the podcast by myself with you. I'm, I'm the shade, Eric Shade. But with this, this is what I was saying about like people just throwing info at us and Diana. And a lot of it, we're going through the point of view of Diana, where Ed is saying, yeah, some of these might not be real. They seem to be a we little. We don't know off. what to believe right like now, Diana, though. essentially. I think that Mariko Tamaki does a really smart thing there. No, that's it, something it I never smart. would have thought of. And because that's right pretty now, cool. It's still up in the air, but it goes along the same lines as the rest that we've dealt with. We don't have any information. But the weird thing later, what Diana says kind of gets me because then when she ends up having problems downtown, she's like, why is this city be? Now, you know, you kind of got the info that it's all around. You didn't look into it. Though, again, I don't know that it's Diana's, you know, deal to go to. You know, Minnesota, nobody wants to go there unless the fair is going on, Eric. And we're in the middle of a shutdown. I ain't no fair. So you have all that. But with that whole deal, you know, Diana and her big line here. Yes, some guy stabbed the woman because he thought she was holding the guinea pig hostage. No reason to stab somebody. You're right, Diana. That is. And then Anna comes back. Good one. Anna comes back with, well, he did think that uh, it was being a hostage. I'm like, we got nowhere there. But they go on and then Wonder Woman's like, okay, well. Things seem weird. Max Lord, it drives me nuts. But Maxwell Lord ends up controlling a prison while all this stuff is also going on. Things seem to be pointing towards him. I think I'll go home and have dinner. So she leaves again, though. I don't know. It just seems weird, the progression of scenes. I don't necessarily need her to fly off and do well, again, something there. This but this is a natural progression. It does feel odd because we don't have anything for Wonder Woman to do. Like, she went to the prison. Max was taken away. We we talked to Etta. Well, we we got the information. Like you know, we're gonna fly around on well, patrol. We do, we're doing some Superman, thing, Batman stuff. This is the we're gonna weird go thing. to the whole justice. It is true. I mean, maybe call Batman would have been neat to ask what he thinks. But with that, or anything happened in Gotham? He's like, yeah, Joker war, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> deep I do believe the there's a thing called Joker it's war like, going on, Dana. The number you have reached is no longer in service. Bruce Wayne has no money. Oh, shit. But you end up where the scene ends weird because then you say, Wonder Woman. And this is where you can progress out. Hey, I think Maxwell Lord might be on. No, no, no. He's under 24-7 surveillance. And that's where I'm. Okay, well, let me see the surveillance before I got there. Let me see what happened an hour before I arrived. She doesn't do that. But then 
He's busy reading. It's a way to throw out the book Infinite Jest. That's like a future deal book kind of deal, which that might be a big thing. We're not learned. Not for me. No, but absolutely what not. what this is, is Diana saying. Like he reading the Stephen King? Yeah. Diana saying, I don't care what he's reading. He is a there. killer, a destroyer of lives. Whatever he is doing now, that is who he is. That is what look, he's reading a book. What, what is he, a reader? She just told you what he's doing now. And then she brings it up. What he's doing now is what he is, but you don't really care that much to find out what he's doing. You're going to go back for it. just felt weird, this progression. But she goes back to her house, and it reminded me. I think I told you the story. When my buddy Herb, we both moved out of the uh, house that we were living in, and we ended up getting apartments. He had an apartment above mine. He ended up that an apartment below his opened up, and he's like, hey, it's cheap. We go. So he ended up getting a computer. And it was one of those, it was one, uh, I forget, it was like Adele maybe, but it was back in the day. And it showed up, and he's, I I hate to say, he's a bit of a moron when it comes to electronics and things like that. So I figured, you know, it'd be cool. And he was working, he worked at Teva, Eric, just as a little bit of a detail. I don't know Uh, what that is. It is a pharmaceutical company. Okay. But he worked like a weird shift, like 7 in the morning to 7 at night. I got home at 3.30. The computer was there. I thought, you know what? I'm going to set it up for him. It'd be cool. And we had talked about, oh, when he gets his computer set up, we're going to play games. And in fact, we'll go back Baldur's Gate 2 around that. And so I set up his computer like Emma did with this couch. Herb came home and was so pissed off that I helped him set up. Like he wanted to do it. So I undid it like I would do. I got so pissed off. I, I undid it. Just threw it at him, and then he had to come like three hours later. He didn't understand how to put it together. And I, it was something like something ridiculous. Like he didn't know where to hook up the Ethernet case, something weird. But she ended up setting up this, you know, furniture, the whole deal Again, for my kids. I wouldn't want this either. No. Because the thing well, this is, is too, weird. She doesn't know this girl. So well, that's what threw this. me so, off. Like, even when we go to the whole thing where we had this one girl who, hey, Wonder Woman lives next door. We were going furniture shopping before this really crappy store. I'm going to install this, you know, put together the couch that she bought while she's doing Wonder Woman stuff. As a person, like, you know, if this happened, I, the idea would go back and forth where I don't want to put this stupid couch together. I know that's going to happen. But if somebody else does it and it's messed up, oh, I'm yeah. going to be just pissed at be that pissed. person. Like, would you like Diana sits down in that boom right to the floor? But, yeah, like, again, there's Wonder Woman comes home. Emma and the rest of the scene here is dominated pretty much by Emma. Hey, uh, you know, I put it together to couch. Hey, I'm going to order us dinner. I forgot to eat dinner. So you want falafel? Here's yeah. my bunny Mulaney. Hey, here's my bunny. Oh, he's eating the falafel. He don't have diarrhea. You don't want, you know, you end up having a rabbit. They have those little tiny turds. You don't want it with diarrhea. And then you end up, hey, you know what? Did did that lady that w- ran out of that Ikea, was she drunk? Because my parents got killed by a drunk driver. Then it's, hey, do you always save people? Don't you have a day off? It's all her with Wonder Woman. I think Wonder Woman's head spinning. And people don't trust this Emma one bit. I There's see a no lot of people. There's no reason for anybody to trust this Emma. It's the only why, new character we have Diana here. Why is Diana going why? full out to let her just break because into her apartment? Because she tries to help people. She broke into her apartment, it seems. Does Diana, you think she's one of those that leaves the door open? Is it an open door policy? Because really, I really hope not. For all of that antique stuff that we saw the other Amazons moving in the last issue, still Washington D.C. That gets that oh gets my rough, God, especially that now. That gets rough. I mean, really, you end up all those, you know, the football team. I was going to say the name, but I'm not allowed to say that. Come and look, Eric. But yeah, you have an open door policy, it seems. But 
the idea that it's Emma doing the mind control that maybe and she has something going fritzy with her head she ended up being in an accident her parents died she doesn't remember things so is it that when she doesn't remember that's when she's doing it but the idea of her like oh i hope you have a a day where you don't have any problems would make it in my mind you would have had a scene where say some you know normal schmuck like you all of a sudden is mind controlled thinking they're a superhero to save somebody or do something jump off of a building you know what i mean but almost the idea well that would be where this emma would be like well wonder woman is so busy that maybe if i Tell these people they're superheroes, or all of a sudden you end up having like almost like a well, weird mind control really push that we saw. Was no, working. that's what Pretty I'm much saying. People that's... are just doing their everyday things while doing. They terrible are, things. but they're being told, you know, the different deal and stuff like that. So why would you, if you're Emma and completely would be aware, like you're really evil, completely aware of all this? Why would you set it up to cause Wonder Woman more problems after you have said? Or is this a dupe? I don't know because she says it'd be nice well, if you had a is, day I'm, off. I'm telling you, it seems like a red herring because this is our new character that we're dealing with here. Something terrible is going on. I hope it's a red herring because there's nothing in my mind to make Emma want to do these things except for my parents were killed by drunk drivers. I have a chip on my shoulder. Yeah. Do you? Do you? Are you a big fan of uh, Mala and the Brain? Do you like Monsieur Mala and the Brainer? Are you, uh, are you I like him enough, yeah. Okay. Uh, would it anger you? Because while you were saying that, I just like, oh no. It, would it be something that would drive you nuts if Mohaney is the evil one? That Mohaney is actually controlling Emma and doing this as a rabbit. You're me like something that like, like Manchester Black got his mind out of the yeah. cow into a bunny. Yes, I'm saying it completely. That what would you do if it ends up being Mohaney? That it that is, is the that's, rabbit. That's kind of funny to me. Uh, you, and the thing is, I'm waiting and I'm looking. As you were saying that, it just kind of dawned on me. Like I don't know. Like she's always with that damn rabbit. I know it's her pet, but even yeah. when Wonder Woman came into the apartment. Mohaney, he was the first one to go. I remember Wonder Woman could somehow talk to him and like, hey, you got a, a real dirty mouth on you there, Mohaney. I, I don't know. I'm starting to think the rabbit is all of the bad deal. And I was looking at, I was going to say, I was looking to see if any bit like the eyes turn color or something, but we'll see if my goofy theory would come to play because Diana goes to bed and unfortunately the next day, uh, yeah, th- there is trouble, and there's trouble we where- We have a crane yeah. operator with a wrecking ball who thinks he's doing the build, like, destroying the building special. He's hitting the building next door with, it's full of people. He is being mind-controlled, Jim, and it's one of those things till we go back and we see that he has those same colored, like, you know, eyes glowing, and I started to make me think, like, all right, it just seems almost like a Simon's in control of him for the way that the, the glow, the glow just reminded me of something from Simon, but who Dr. knows how it's gonna Psycho. go. He's the, he's gonna yeah, be man, the bunny. You know what? Dr. Psycho is a great co-op for this whole thing, too, because the last time we saw him was in the last was Silver Swan arc. And no, no, <laughs> he was the last Silver Swan arc where he was the doctor. We're waiting for him to come back. And he I never think that, did. that might be. And, and there you go. You have a doctor. So, so is it possible? Because Emma did say that she goes off to this, you know, a therapy group where they have it for people who have lost their memory, or we maybe find out that Dr. Psycho is actually running that group and then sends and then sends people out and that's why maybe you can end up having And Dr. Psycho is a big deal after that Harley Quinn cartoon came out. Yeah, so that's actually my I'm almost like I'm Jerry Lawler yelling who I think is winning the Royal Rumble. I'm just gonna start yelling the next thing, but I that may be it because you did have that drop of yeah, I'm going to support group, the doctor, you know, and everybody, we're doing good. Some people doing even better than me. 
And maybe that's the real reason why she doesn't have her memory. It's like being wiped and all the things. And maybe that's what, like I said earlier, I don't think that Emma would do something the way that she's being portrayed. I think that Diana would realize that she's being duped. I think that Emma's on the up and up, but maybe when she doesn't remember that's when it's because she's being controlled maybe by a doctor psycho. And that's why it's not that an accident that has just been implanted in, but you end up where Mr. Wrecking ball, he's going the opposite. He's told to turn left. He goes, right. He's wrecking everything. You do have Diana come and save some people and end up, you know, like Miley Cyrus on the wrecking ball. At one point I laughed. It looked pretty much like that, but you end up with this girl. And again, you're getting a lot of things thrown in and you get things that you think might be red herrings. The idea of this little girl who even looks a little like Emma, but without the pink hair, I don't know, but she's like, Hey, can you take a selfie? And then you go to black and then wonder, Oh my, I don't remember going to sleep. And like, is this now electronic? Are we talking selfie things that do it? And you do have like, you know, a halo around there as like well, a little effect a and things like that. But is there something like that going on? But we haven't seen that sort of thing before. We don't have that. any enough information. Really to, right now, all we know is people's minds are being taken yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. And you, you don't. Then they're just there to cause them to, you know, havoc. You know, like you said, it's not like they're there. Okay. You end up, it's like a suggestion that pushes him to a different way. This guy actually just thinks that his boss is telling him, you know, turn left at Albuquerque. Well, Diana goes up and then she wakes up and says, hey, how did I get here? She's in bed bed? as pretty much the Iron Giant comes through the roof. And the the Iron Giant's on the cover. I'm just going Omega Titans. I'm telling you, the the Omega Titans are on the cover. I'm like, oh, the Omega Titans. You see a fist, and then you see them through a window. I went up more, you know, and they're they're coming. And then they're gone, and we're doing Parademons. And then it's Parademons. And... That's a pretty cool deal of making Wonder Woman think that she is in the middle of a parademon attack. Oh, my God. You know, going with this. Right now, it really feels like injustice to me for how Superman was tricked to believe that Lois was Doomsday and how he killed her. Or you can even go like a dead man Logan over at Marvel where they think that, you know, the whole Avengers deal. I think that's a little more popular. But I love injustice. But, yeah, you have this all going on. Injustice has a video game, too. it does. Old man Logan had me and you in it. So you stop it. Actually, we were in Dead Man Logan, but we were still in it, Eric. So there, that is personal to us. And now you're dissing it. But yeah, you end up having Wonder Woman attack with some lightning power, end up knocking everybody out. And she kind of wakes. Actually, she doesn't even seem she wakes up kind of maybe. She has those blue eyes like the ocean blue, Eric. But yeah, she seems to kind of come to, oh, my God, what did I do as Ed is trying to get a hold of her? And it looks like she's killed a bunch of army dudes. So she's I, I in trouble. I think that she hasn't killed, she killed a bunch them. of them. They're all dead. They're just knocked out. They are dead. This one guy. Terribly traumatized. One guy looks like his chest is smoking. And you know that's trouble when you have the smoking chest. I'm he's, looking. He's got a tracheotomy I, I would love chest. if I'm you looking know, here and I'm like, look, she beheaded this one parademon. <laughs> now she kind of. You know, it does snap out of it, though. She, so good. She, seemed, so good. she didn't kill him. It looks like that lightning strike did, so I'm blaming Thor. That's what happens. He is a public domain, Eric. Except with that lightning strike. I don't know. It looks like she is calling down the lightning. She's calling down the thunder, and I don't know how. That's the thing. The thunder comes, and then I'm just scared of what follows. Eric, I'm Loki. Ah, yes, <laughs> but I do love the art. I said there's great. a little bit of, like, yeah, it's this, that, and the, the whole uh, bleeding, but other than that, that's just a nitpick, and it, it looks great. I really do like it, and there's big panels, that hence it's a very quick read, but I am intrigued. And even talking to so you I. and going into things, my score actually is going to go up. I actually Mine's thought not. that it was going to stay 
I'm at a 7 out of 10 is what I'm at because I need more info. I was a 6.5, I believe, on the site. I'm still there. Yeah, I'm at a 7 just... Yeah, I'm kind of intrigued with that Mulhaney. I like trust no rabbits. You, you and I mulling over what could be going on right now. It's That's fun. just it me and you. you better. That's just yeah. me and you saying, but it ends up where some of the things kind of did, like you said, when you brought up Dr. Psycho the last time we saw him as a doctor and the mention of her going to a support group, I do think that that broadens things in my mind a little and I'll give her more of the benefit of the doubt because my main issues were – yeah, we're kind of not getting enough info, and I need to know more. I still think that it's I'm a telling, slower I'm playing start. This whole thing, like I was thinking to myself, like, all right, Emma's parents were she was killed by, like, her parents were killed by a drunk driver, and I'm thinking to myself, are they going to remake Maxwell Lord where he was hit by a drunk driver that had, had him have like a head concussion? Like I'm telling you, just remake the character where this is how he got the ability to push from a head trauma from a car. I'm like. No, that's stupid. Let's not, let's let's worry about that. Yeah, I just said a rabbit was the bad guy, so we could say it's whatever. Than mine. You're not remaking a whole freaking maybe, character to do it. Maybe, but are they remaking? I'm telling you, if you pull Manchester Black's minds now body hopping from animal, he went, to animal, he went I'm from all about cow that too. to rabbit. That'd be pretty cool. I'm all about it. That would be pretty cool. And then we find out. Would you like? Because you always I don't know why he's pissed at Wonder you, Woman, but whatever. You always like those teams, though. Like I know that Maxwell Maxwell Lord fits, but the whole deal Manchester. Black would not fit the Wonder Woman revenge squad, but it would fit the, you know, kind of this team that gets together, the bad guys that like to control minds, right? They're, they're there, and then you have Mr. Mind. We have it I'm all, just, Eric. It's just his new, like, you know, psychic elite. That's what I'd want. So, but that'd be cool. But yeah, I'm going seven. You're going six, five. Six, five. Okay. Yeah, I'm telling the thing is, and I, it's, a, it's a positive six, five, because I do look forward to this because it's not offensive. I can get through it real quick. And as far as I know, she hasn't screwed anything up yet. Yeah, that's true. You mean Wonder Woman, right? No, she beheaded no. the guy. She killed him. She killed an officer. She's fine. I know. It always is. But it, it, like you said, we talked about in the Patreon spotlight where DC is really shying away from shooting guns at people and things like that. So all of a sudden you got lightning and swords. They seem fine with that. I imagine that's why you can't talk about breaking necks here. I, I the would PG like PG era of DC yeah, comics. Starting. Justice League Odyssey number 23. The, the little book that could, Eric. It's, this there's is a one lot of those. of freaking new god blood in this yeah, one. Yeah, and there's a lot of, yeah, because nobody cares about them. I mean, they're like, oh. hey, we're not allowed to show blood and have problems, right? Yeah, no, we don't want to do that. Okay, well, I better not show that on our Orion. Orion? No, no, you can show that. Nobody cares about Orion. Uh, with this, though, true. we end up having these books that are just funny deals of what our favorite books are, especially as things are getting canceled you're having like this new wave or whatever's going to happen with dc and we like metal men we like justice league odyssey we like the weirdest books Shazam, right now metal yeah. men and jl were my jam suicide right now. squad we enjoy yeah. as well and all of these going down or already announced going down and so yeah it's a shame i did have one guy when this whole deal was announced like hey jim what do you think it sucks that metal men's canceled right i'm like that was a 12 issue maxi series <laughs> ain't no cancel but just like odyssey number 23 is written by dan abnett art by will conrad colors by rain barreto letters by m world design jlo is coming to an end soon and dan abnett is getting ready for the stretch run it's all about who can get to epoch and whether they want to stop him or help him or betray or him, him or betray him <laughs> yep just as Cyborg remembers, he is indeed half human and half machine. We find out Hax has been on hashtag he Team Darkseid. I know all along, and has handed him the tools to rework existence the way he chooses. 
I, I don't think that's going to be a nice existence. This heel turn on Hacks is the best thing ever because if you go back where we started dealing with this when Jessica Cruz first met her and tried to send a message to the Justice League, and then we see that you know Hacks had like, and I'm telling you, that was so long ago. And we I'm thought telling it was you, forgotten. Played off, exactly, it's been played off perfectly for Hacks to have the heel turn, and I'm like, I love it. I'm telling you. I sat there and we had mentioned in previous issues talking about it, like we thought this was the, you know, powers of Katana, you know, that it was just, eh, we're going to forget about that. Like what happened in, in Batman and the Outsiders. I just, She's an elemental. Yeah, elemental powers. And she is yeah. elemental. You end up with this whole deal where that is a good term because we did see that she was behind the scenes. And we thought maybe that was going and they to. they downplayed Yeah, it. and we thought maybe it was going to be one of those where it turned out that she was trying to help. No, no, no. She bad. She bad to the bone. Eric. She wasn't helping. She was hurting, Jim. So we also, thanks to Hacks, and I think that you would probably be very happy about the idea that we do not have to deal with Epoch and his presently me. Or what do you currently. do? I know that you hate that. So when he's presently, saying that. Currently, I'm like, shut up, Epoch. And Hacks murders him right there. I'm like, oh, I know you, you were happy. You were my favorite I character you were. ever, I, I sat Hacks. there. As I'm reading it, I laugh. When I'm are like, you going to get your own solo uh, series? Eric, oh, like you work for Darkseid? Oh, you're uh, breaking my heart, Hacks. Hacks number one. I could just, I could just see it. You end up with this whole deal. I, I also, just as an aside, when these books are getting canceled, I also saw people like, yeah, now we can finally get an insert most obscure character that nobody would buy book from book now. I'm like, really? Ambush bug number one. Yeah. yeah I, I, like, you're, you're talking about the idea that a Teen Titans can't get any sales. And now you want, you know. This is crazy. Crazy. You want the Silas Stone book. Silas Stone. Who's Catman? Daddy's got a brand new bag. That's what I'd call it. But yeah, you have all this going on. And while Epoch ends up being duped completely by Hacks, who shows up, hey guys, you know, I, I want to help you. What? It was played help out me? perfectly, yeah, too, for the idea that we have presently epoch the lord of time talking to his currently self about finishing up the freaking you know the machine that's going to rewrite time here and they're talking about what they just did to jessica cruz sent her back in time because she wanted to do this because you know they believe that the world's going to be just yeah, she wanted to be destroy destroyed. the, the and whole hack deal shows up and like you know almost like she overheard this guy being evil they're like oh it's, there's nothing left for us to do i'm gonna help you finish this whole thing blammo blammo i'm like it took a while for this turn. I really thought that, like, you know, oh, my God, they're going to kill Hex now. And then when Hex is like, I'm going to help you. Okay, this it was, it was a back and forth emotional roller coaster. Oh, my. And then you even have the idea where they're like, okay. Yeah, you got into the eschaton hey, yet. presently me. Uh, you know what? Oh, you know, that Jessica Cruz back. Oh, well, don't you have things to do? Eh, we're fine with <laughs> that. And then Hex shows up and legitimately, hey, I, I'm really not a fighter. I'm more of a. Betrayer and until bam bam like, bam bam, hey, you just like the Sasha pew, Banks pew. stabbing people in the back. <laughs> you have all this going on, and it was it was a great turn. And I think that maybe some people, because it was so subtly played, I'm afraid that some people reading it were probably like, "Man, that was out of nowhere." Because it has now, been uh, a while, and yeah, it it, it was now played if you've been well. Paying attention, like I haven't been waiting for this whole thing to come. I'm telling you, and it's a great way to pay this off. The thing that's not a great thing that's a payoff here is the Eschaton, the big. Yeah. Yeah. The killer of new gods. This thing that was created for this book here. I'm like, we're going to turn you loose on Dark Side and kill him. The thing that can kill all yes. new gods. Everybody's afraid of this thing. He gets his ass whooped. Well, here's so like, the thing. I don't mind the ass whoop as much as I mind Dark Side talking trash because we were told 
that this is the ultimate boogeyman of, you know, Apocalypse, New Gods, all that. So with that going on, I think that, yeah, Darkseid is going to use all of his deal. He's going to throw it all at the Eschaton, but I don't he's like using hand cannons. Yeah, yeah. He's using Omega I don't beams. Like I don't know what's going on here. The idea that he just thought like, "Yeah, you're nothing," because no, we were spelled out that this was something from you know, baby Dark Side would have been told the tales of woe and and danger, <laughs> and I think would have been a little bit off. But it's Dark Side, so he, he's going to talk shit. But with that well, though, it's, it's, it's the weirdest part because that I, you were waiting for this, and then it's just over. It ends up, all you right, know, with it. Yes, dead, but you know what? He did mess up Dark Side yeah. really bad. That's he's all just leaking molten lava out of his face and doing. I'm like, this looks awesome. I'm also thinking, I'm like, well, at least you don't have to write how freaking Orion's going to get out of this one because the deal was, look, we're going to give you Dark Side. Who, when I'm done with him, I'm I want to get Orion. Orion. Deal. Yeah. And I'm like, oh man, if this he goes did. down, I'm like, how's a, what's Orion? I'm like, all right, Eschaton's gone. You know what I wanted to see and what I thought? And we still may see it. It may be like the twist at the end. I actually thought, and I thought it would have been a good play, especially with Hacks as the dupe, even though that the dupe is to give the whole deal to Darkseid. But I would have loved, and I would have loved, and maybe, again, like I'm saying, it may happen still. I want Darkseid to die. And if he died right here, the big deal would be, okay, we got to rewrite things because we do think they're going to reset. Oh, that's the thing. If Darkseid dies again, I just think they're going to do something stupid like make him be reborn no, there, as, you I know, think, boss Darkseid from the final I, crisis. I'm just saying that when, they, when that. they rewrite things, there would be that little deal of, Okay, well, now we can actually get rid of Darkseid. We don't need him anymore, but you can't do that. because of, was. But all the things that happened, how would that affect you end up having Jessica and all them really spelling out? We need to make it right the way it was. Darkseid's part of the was, and I would have liked to have had him. Like I said, we still may get this. I'd like to see that whole idea of, yeah, it would be great to wipe Darkseid out of existence, but how would that affect? everything because all the people who are involved in doing things Thing like is, that i'm just sitting there new god problems i, don't I give know a shit. but Let's i'm telling that boy even out. though the idea of what he did to batman or what you know all this stuff in existence it would wipe some things oh, you out mean he, batman would just have a pleasant day Damn about right. the time travel it would be funny like i don't know they're like let's give it a shot and everything's just fine Dude, the biggest thing Nothing we're affected with this whole scenario nightwing never came batman yeah the there end. you go oh uh, so you have this but yeah dark side does take care of the eschaton too quickly Ends up like ripping out his heart, or at least going into him. Oh, I'm telling you, rip through him, you freaking Omega beam him, you know, and then all of a sudden, just a week we have the new god cyborg here coming up to it with a bunch of para angels. We have Darkseid on his knees, pretty much, you know, just flames coming like dripping from his eyes from all the how messed up he is from this eschaton. It looks awesome. Don't you? I want this is one of these badass moments. I like kind of wish Darkseid looked at it because he actually looks more threatening than he usually does. does because of how messed up he is here, but. It's a cool scene, too, because we have Cyborg, who has become a new god. He is more machine than man, finally, and he is pinging along until now. Darkseid is too weakened here to actually have complete control over his new god But he still needs son, to push. Cyborg. He still needs to push to go, because he's still... Do you think he's duping Darkseid when he says, I'll go? No. I don't either. No, I think he's, he's very he's loyal. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. He needs Jessica to hug him. They gotta hug it out, That's bitch. all it takes. That's all it the takes. The Omega Mama giving you a hug, you're the good, The Omega Dad. Mama has the touch too much, Eric. When she gets there, and I actually thought well, it's, such a Wally, it's such a Wally West thing, too. Like, he, he touches. Come on, you gotta remember, it is the deal. Now, while that's going on, I'm, I'm like, the Care Bear stare. Where the hell is Ezreal? 
where's all these people going on? I want to see. Asriel's dead? Yeah, I, yeah. actually, I did forget that he was Starfire's dead. Starfire's dead. Asriel's yeah, dead. Yeah, so they're going to reset. So Fuck I'm em. looking. That's why I thought maybe play off having Darkseid just die and then go. We still have two issues after this, I believe, so that we have to get to that 25. But It's funny. I say Asriel's dead just because he's not here. I actually, off the top of my head, don't remember him dying. I remember Starfire I dying, just, but not Asriel. took a walk. He went to get a pack of smokes. He's, he's, he's your dead. That's what it is. Oh, he's dead. Just like you love, Eric, you know? And so with that, you do have that betrayal of Hex, and it's paced great. Dan Abnett does Look, a really a, good job of where the, he on, lies we, the things in this issue, too, in my mind. We go back to Cyborg, though, this whole thing where he has to go get the rewriting machine here. You know, Cyborg, my loyal child, my new godson. Go and get this for me because I'm a, a little messed up Cyborg right now. He never has stuff. any luck with dads, right? They're no, always he doesn't. Bad. But Darkseid took it one step too far. My para angels, you oh, follow it's the worst. Cyborg yep. to as if you were following me. You do anything he wants, and I'm like, and then when Cyborg is hugged by Jessica and like snaps out of, like, you have an army of para angels now. I'm telling you, it's it's Robocop. <laughs> He's gonna be like, okay, para angels, do that. No, no, and, and I want to know if Darkseid like. What the terminology, what the words can be to get them Zucchini. to go against it, and then he can't spell. Darkseid is not a good speller. Uh-uh. He doesn't know how to spell zucchini. So yeah, when and I'm glad you brought that up as well because he's like, no matter what, it's like <laughs> it, it should go like five pages. <laughs> no matter what, I'm telling you, no, unless he starts talking if, crazy. Yeah, even if you think that cyborg is broken away from my control and he's normal, you Pair got angels. it. Angels, you, you do go whatever with that him. man wants you to you do. You go with him. Yeah, so that was kind of a weird deal. I'm like, telling you, we, we have an army of para angels, but we also have Cyborg. By the time he gets to Jessica Cruz, the Omega Mama, who has just come back in time to the present from the past that we saw before, which I hope plays up somehow because I, that last issue, it doesn't make too much sense to me to go into this, like how things were affected the timeline-wise. But we have an army of para angels, which is good because Cyborg went through the rest of our Just League Odyssey team to get to Jessica Cruz. Yeah, yeah. And They're that's all where, down. That's where I said I wanted you to – let me know did you think he was still you know under the control and i hope so he killing oh, yeah. people and again and actually the thing is you can see like you know cyborg is a new new god but for some reason even with this new moniker it bothered me how easily he was able to take orion down yeah yeah really and then you know the opposite of having dark side take down the eschaton too quickly but it does and, and again if you want to say yeah, you kind of like maybe that normally would have been half an issue, you know, this big battle, but you don't have the time. You're canceling the, the whole deal and going. I still liked it. I, I didn't yeah, mind. I, yeah. It, like this you is said, a great issue. It, it stinks that, you know, Orion didn't put up much more of a fight because I know you love Orion. And I that don't. he didn't get on just his, his cycle, his space cycle all around, you know, doing that. At, cycle? Yeah, you know. Astro Harness? Yeah, his harness. It always reminded me of, like, that was the space version of the Razor scooter. He's just it going around. It never, stupid. it never caught on. Like, he's like, look, this is the next Ski-Doo. They're like, See, that's I put a my ski hands here, All these tubes are around here, and I fly around. Like, <laughs> that seems like a lot. Orion. It, it basically reminds me of that vehicle. It's that vehicle that they made in South Park with the dildo going back Seriously, and forth. Seriously, the gyroscope. Yeah, really. So you end up where you have Cyborg. And I love the idea where even though we know 100% that things will reset by the end of this, you have the device to do it. 
for some reason, I'm still into this. I'm still into this. Oh, my cyborg, you ain't coming back from that. Even though I know he will, because they'll just reset it. I'm wondering what happens well, afterwards, so, what they remember. Starfire and Astro are dead as far as That's I know. That's what I'm saying. And so with that, but I, I know this. I know we're going to reset, but I still, the way Dan Emmett's writing it, I'm still enjoying it, even though there's seat. not what really you, a lot of stakes. And I do like this the whole idea. thing, like... We had our heroes making their way to the revision me- mechanism right here. We have a whole arm, like I said, imperative. Hax has just betrayed Epoch, blew his brains out, and not only that, but boom tubes dark side right to where they are. Like, easy. It, it's all over, yeah, folks. It is. And game over, man. And, and, well, you know what I like here? Where's my sound effect for that? What I like here, though, know you had is there's another thing with this is that we know it's going to reset, right? Dan Abnett's not going Maybe. He's not going so crazy It's the crazy is, You just said it's know, game over man But We know things are going to reset after Actually and we don't even know this But we assume that things are going to reset after death metal This Things can just go down And not even matter Because That's this true. does not deal with death metal Like you know Everybody could die here Darkseid yeah. could win We're in the freaking and past no physical universe for a while. And death metal's doing stuff That would be a cool game deal Game over man you, you could let it sit for that time before Sound a reboot shit. or remake that would have actually – you'd have people going nuts. That's the way to write a comic really, right there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, with that, my whole point just was I know or hope that you would reset at the end. But yet I'm still into it because he's doing it in a progression that makes sense for the story. It makes sense. Hacks being the dupe, all that. It's not like sometimes when we have said a Keith Giffen, if anybody wants to see a book get burnt down to the ground, read final issues of Keith oh, Giffen threshold. where he will just destroy things. This still makes sense. This isn't getting so ridiculous that we're like, oh, geez. I'm still involved. It's getting more compelling. I'm I'm, I'm involved. And just hacks, you stinker. You stinker hacks with your blue skins. I knew I shouldn't have trusted her. (laughs) She ends up where, yeah, she's the dupe. You end up Jessica, Mega Mama crying. She just wants to be on the. And the best part is, too, because. she at this whole point, she just wants to be on the winning side. If the JLO was pulling the suit, she's still and the problem guy, is because she is watching through. things because at the second that she goes, the JLO is turning the tide. It seems like they are on kind the of, verge. Look, I'm sorry. We got cyborgs and para angels in the Omega I think it's Mama. An Everybody even, else is down. It's an even field now. It's a pick 'em, Eric, at this moment. So I think she should. But the the thing that I worry about is cyborg, and I really like that panel when he breaks out of it, Jess. And you have his eye, Norm, the one eye. And he starts crying. He's going to rust, Eric. He's going to rust with those tears. But he, they end no, up he takes having care a, of himself. Okay. I thought that maybe he was just like the tin man. <laughs> That's my tin can deal. <laughs> Oil can, I mean. So, no, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, everything's gone. You end up having Epoch. You, you hated Epoch. Anyway, he's done. Especially his, hey, future me's. And it's basically Bill and Ted, but not as fun you said last yeah. issue. And she just blasts them. They didn't see that coming. <laughs> Take that time, Lord. Uh, but you end up with the whole deal. Where's the TARDIS at that? She is the dupe for Darkseid. He comes through and she's like, for you. And then he's like, ah, oh, Arla hacks. Your life will be spared. I'm thinking like if hacks is going to be like, yeah, I don't know that this vision of this new universe I want to actually live in, but hey, at least I don't die. And yeah, he's supposed to She's through. not even worried about dying. She's just worried about being enslaved no. by Darkseid. Yeah. So when he ends up changing the universe, it'd be funny if it, really, if you're going to do it, 
do a Keith Gippen, burn it down. Where Darkseid does win, he changes the universe, and it's it's a great universe. It's like everything is sunshine and lollipops. He, he just always was a misunderstood lover, Eric, and he just won it. It was the world that made him into what he was, not him, Eric. But Look, I don't need places that have fire pits, all right? No, I know what they're he not. Likes. The fire pits get turned into RC Cola pits. You see where I'm going? You'd love oh, that. Shit. Would you, <laughs> if there was an RC Cola pit, no. you wouldn't drink out of it? You would think it's dirty or something of course like would dirty. you be like a gustus gl- would you end up drinking that chocolate in the chocolate river would you, you think go and I do that those oompa loompas to clean that properly no no they, they don't do that they're always singing and dancing when, when are they going to be cleaning they're singing and dancing instead of working and the cleaning like they should be even though that does even make them more slaves, as some people have pointed out with Willy Wonka. But they, oh, they, they can they, ask they him. Totally are. Remember, they ask him. He says, no, 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 they're happy. That is the talk of a slave owner, Eric. That's the, the Oompa Loompas are, they should be freed. Look, he, he saved them from Oompa Loompa he Land. Terrible things them. happened there. Yeah, I, I never saw that one. I need to see the footage, Eric. I think this is his story. I, I think that he's rewriting the history books. I'm a little the upset thing is, about I actually, that. Now that you say that, I actually think there is a scene in that new Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. I don't factory. Like, I mean that. That doesn't exist in my mind, Eric. I, I don't need actually, that. Actually, no. Like, Willy Wonka is the real, real one, and Charlie in the Chocolate Factory is the new one. I like, well, whatever. That new one. Yeah, it's bullshit. <laughs> Christopher Lee, though, he was a gem. You know, I'll go with him. But, you know, the other stuff, nonsense. Uh, Johnny Depp, when he gets over the top weird, I'm not Lee. down with. Yeah, I think he was his dad in that. If oh, I don't, okay. uh, I don't if I'm not uh, forgetting things, I did see it once and just like, the hell with this. It's like that new bad news bears. They always push me on. I don't need that. I need uh, the I original just Tanner. Once. I need the original Tanner, Eric, or like that bad Santa, right? Wasn't that a remake of The Grinch? I'm telling you, if they so. would have bad set it up that that Bad News Bears You'd remake a little bit more. Santa. I'm telling you. You know, I've never, I still haven't seen Bad Santa, and I want to. I actually want to watch it. I just never have gotten around to it. Have you watched Jason Bateman's Bad Words yet? No, I haven't seen that. that. That's another one you told me to watch. You, you told me you just like movies got, with kids that have cursing. In the, in the title, I'm down. And also and cursing, cursing with kids. kids. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you love that. But there we I go. I just Dark need side. movies where adults curse the kids more, really. Really? Well, come over here with a video camera. <laughs> you're going to get that all over the top. I mean, really, you're going to have a lot Bad of blockbusters going on. <laughs> Bad Jim. Let's go. You end up here. That's what it would be called. Bad parent who lost his kids to child in you. There you go. It's, it's such a hit. But you end up having Darkseid come through. Like we said, booms in and says, hey, you got this. And boom like, goes to Darkseid. for you. And boom goes the Darkseid. Eric. Right? That's what happens. And boom goes the dynamite. What do you give this? 8.5 out of 10. I'm usually, why is it lately that I'm usually like 0.5 ahead of you? Because you, you asked me the I head of time. ahead because I win. <laughs> uh, I, no, I was thinking nine the whole time. And I actually thought, when was the last time Eric gave a nine? I was actually thinking like how many nines you've given in the past. I'm like, he's going to do it. He's going to go for no, it. No, no, the thing is, I would if it wasn't for the Eschaton letdown. Yeah, at least it weakened them so that cyborg can break control. But then it feels like a very forced mechanism for that. So really good issue. Point five. I'm still going to go nine. I like the art. It's action packed, Pee Wee. I mean, things are going on here. Unlike the next issue, Eric. Look, uh, that there's is a, a lot segue. of big things going on in this issue. I didn't say big things off. going on. I mean, action is what I actually meant. That this is full of action. You need some of that I weird science think- auction. 
auction. I need some of that auction that we used to have, Eric. Uh, what book are we talking about? Hawkman number 26, written by Robert Venditti, the Diddy, with art by Fernando Passer and Eau Claire Albert, Wade Von Grom, Badger, Jeremy Cox, and Rob Lee. The Lord Beyond the Void plans on using our Hawks' life energy, which there's plenty of, to open a doorway to our own dimension. But not only that, but use our heroes as a buffet in which Jim could only dream of. And with this act, Woo! also erase the lives that Carter and Shia previously lived. Essentially, this means... These past Hawks had their own souls and are now getting sucked out, and the only way for our heroes to stop this threat is to overfeed their foe, and in the end, the winged warriors win the day, but also look like they've been transported to the Golden Age, where their one life left appears to be part of the JSA. Yes. Who writes this again? I forgot. Who wrote Diddy! Uh, who, uh... Oh, my! You gotta think ahead, I said, right? I said <laughs> Diddy, and a biggie. What? No, he's dancing around. I'm doing the dancing in that tunnel. It always makes me laugh. Uh, yeah, you have this whole deal, and this book was one of the ones that was announced to be canceled. It's not selling well. No. This is why the it's not problem doing is a lot either. A lot of Even people. Even with the definitive origin. No. I, I see a lot of people saying how great it is, Eric. And it's, it's not, it's one of those. It's not offensive. It's like what you're saying about the Wonder Woman. It doesn't anger me. It's just at the end, I think, well, we we didn't get that far here. And you even go with this issue almost feels like a rush to get to an end to send the old nature. Maybe it was because of the idea that it's canceled. Big bad from issue number one. The thing that set Katara on his whole path to become Hawkman here now is here in the flesh. He's going to come back. He's going to destroy everything. He's going to kill our hawks and actually just feed off them forever. This is just ending out of nowhere. Yeah. And I'm telling you, this is the biggest problem we're ahead. They're like, there is some offensive things in this because I need to know more. Because now, essentially, from what I take from this comic, all of those past lives of Hawkman and Shaira Hall are now gone. We're not even going to deal with them. And that was a big selling point to show, like, for a lot of this issue, like, series. We're going to go back and show you the past lives that Carter Hall has. Even the first, like, two arcs, we got to have Carter Hall remember his past lives. And it seemed like he was given that ability. He could remember everything. And then the next issue after that, he didn't remember things. And now we're going to go back and show you then the past lives. Then he had a diary. Then he didn't now remember. They're gone. And I'm like, yeah. You're just going back and forth, and I don't know exactly what you're doing with and, it. And with that, you set up the big deal. At the end of that first definitive origin, 12 issues, you ended up having the idea. And really, I know that people love this book. I know there are people who love it. Hawk World, oh my, loves it. But this isn't a I'd diss on anybody. This isn't a diss on the book. But at the end of that, if that was a 12-issue maxi series, two get a definitive origin, and then leave it for other people to explore the past lives and things like that, I think that, it, boy, I, I would have said, okay, that that is pretty good. That ends up, even with the kind of treading water you even had in the first 12 issues in the middle of it, it would have been something where, okay, that intrigued well, me, and then the maybe you would have gotten... We finally got to understand the connection yeah. that Shira has with Carter? Yeah, and, and with that, at that 12 issues, you go away. It didn't sell great, even then. But maybe it would have gotten some hype going. Maybe it would have gotten some hype on the DC Universe app, and then maybe it could have come back for a stronger deal. But you ended up getting stuck in the infected, the whole deal that kind of you know derailed things. But even at the end of that definitive twelve issue origin deal, we thought and kind of wanted the you know here we go, the lives of Carter Hawk. Let's see Hawkman. Let's see Hawkman through the ages and see what you can do with that. And yeah, that would have been kind of treading water anyway, but we ended up getting lost and then just doing nothing. And then all of a sudden in this issue, like you said, the void beyond, you have all this just trouble. 
just ends. But also, in my mind, the thing that I was wondering how is that, okay, each life that you took, you're going to have to make up for that. Yeah. And you end up with pretty much the whammy here. You end up with the, you know, okay, in one fell swoop, you save creation, so it's all good, and now you can go. And it just felt like, really? Like, all of these issues you've been leading, and, and really, a lot of times, not doing much at all to have to rush to this issue to end it, to send them to the Golden Age, which people love. Yeah. You end up seeing with the JSA at the end, it's crazy, and it's good. And now I think that Venditti, here, Eric, if I could hit the Diddy. sound effect. I think that Diddy is setting something up possibly for what we're going to get after Death Metal, where you will have now Carter Shire. They're back with the JSA, and now you'll have to deal with them as a whole to get to what will be the new deal. If it is that they're magically, delicious. you know, magically delicious or DH, whatever the case might be, but they're where they should be. And you're not dealing with people saying, well, if they had 80 lives and I understand like kind of what's going on here to set things up, but it's a shame that you have to do it all in one fell swoop. Well, even the whole thing, because we, like the thing is that like, and you know, it looks great. I oh, love it. Looks amazing. Yeah, no, but we it, have the whole idea, like you said. Carter has to, like, you know, for all the lives he's took, he has to save a life for his curse to finally be ended. And he does that here because when, you know, Shire and Carter both beat the Lord Beyond the Void, who would have decimated the universe if he was released, they stop him, which evens the scales right there. Carter and Shire are given, like, here, you ha- can have a life left. You can live this whole thing. So, you know, the presence gives them a life. You know, like, they don't have to die right here and they get to go back in time to the JSA and that's the life they're going to live. But yeah. even when they do this whole thing, the Lord beyond the void, he's going to suck out their life energy. And life energy is fine. Like if they got a lot of that, yeah. just give me some blue lightning coming out of them. When yeah. you present the previous lives, the life energy that they've lived as souls coming out of them, I'm like – you kind of made it hokey, and then when they come up with the idea, we're gonna, you know, p- yeah. we're gonna push it, all our is souls. Is the Lord beyond the void? Is he just body. that stupid? Is he just that well, stupid? He can hear them talking. Oh, give it all of them. Well, <laughs> yes, the wink, is, wink. But now we have the hawks have the ability to push their souls out yeah, of their body I, at will, and this just becomes the ending to the first Hulk movie, where the Hulk's like to the absorbing man, like, "You want my power? Take it have, all. Take it all." Or the you know yeah. Doctor Who, the Rings of Akatan. They had the yeah. same setup. So I'm like. All right, now it's just kind of a weird feeling by the end and a cliche ending to get there. I, I wanted it to end with the Lord Beyond the Void. Like, thank you. I, I wanted them all. Thanks. Mm. I, I have them all now. Now I'm, I'm, I'm really powerful now. Now I'm going to just destroy everyone. Oh, no, Wigman. He got and sucked also, inside. By the way, Carter, you're going to owe a lot more souls after this because I'm going to town, buddy boy. But yeah, even when that, where you have the wow moment where it's the, you know, the past lives and souls whatever, coming out of them. It just reminded me of the big splash pages from number 12 when you had all the lives attacking and all that. So you end up having this. I made a joke for a year now, it seems, of I think he's just going to save a bunch of planets and then say we're even and go. This ends up being that. Even with this, though, it's a weird deal. Like, yeah, you beat him and he would have done something. I want to see the small print that you have to actually save something that is there because you're actually in theory saving thing but you end up it's just the way to it get works. it to save everyone i actually did like when they were in heaven and you had to walk across the whole you know land of skulls i wouldn't like that i'd be afraid that i'd cut heaven, my foot the land of skulls. Right? yeah yeah that skull land i end up where if i was walking across just limbo there, 
Nah, I don't know. I guess it's limbo, but still skulls. It's skull land there. I mean, I, I expected them to turn the corner. Bane's sitting there scratching his ass on a bunch of... This is his heaven. Now he can sit anywhere. Sit on it, Bane. You end up where I would never walk across any sort of bones. I'd be very afraid of cutting my foot. Why are you uh, especially shoes? in limbs. They're not. They're I'm new. talking about you. I like the idea that pretty much you have Carter. He's nude. But at least he can, you know, his junk's hidden. You have to have Shire. She's wrapped. She's wrapped like me the one year that I went as a mummy. She's and wrapped I wrapped like myself the around. Like she was when we saw her yeah. previously, so it works out. Yeah, nude. Uh, it, it looks like me. That I'm telling you, the one year I went as a mummy and I just, you know, cut a bunch of bed sheets, which I got in trouble for. I was not allowed to do that. But I ended up wrapping myself and then it just unwrapped all around the whole neighborhood. At least they could find me then, Eric. But nobody came to look for me because my parents don't care. But, yeah, they're going there and you have the idea. It's nice. Hey, we're in heaven together. All right. Or limbo, whatever. But, hey, you want to. Get your last deal. You want to be with me? Well, we want to be together. So send us to that one life. All right. I'm well, sending you to the life that, that you guys love. That's the whole thing with the idea that, you know, with Shiero looking at this terrible, terrible man back in the day, thinking he can be redeemed. And the yeah. saying, like, you've helped this piece of shit. I cast thee out and you were cursed to do this whole thing as yep. well. And now that they have, you know, oh, my God, not only has he gone and saved more people than he's ever killed, which it, it was immense before, but you actually, you know, prove me wrong. You saw this man and you saw the redemption. It was beyond me. So I owe you one. I'm going to give you life once again. And that's when they come to in the brownstone in front of the rest of the JSA, you know, golden age, 1940s, you know, Hawkman and Hawk Girl. Yep. But like, looks great. It's such a weird idea because then I got to think back because, all right, we, we were told Hawkman Here could, we go. could remember his past lives <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. he couldn't. And this is one of his past lives that he would have I think already that lived. Maybe. Does he have, like, you know, does he know the future of what's going to happen already? Or are they maybe. a blank slate of this lifetime? I think they're a blank slate. I think that the whole deal was the idea. Maybe he doesn't even remember this before. It's just, okay, I'm going to look into your soul. And I'm going to, you know, kind of like Metamorpho did it's, in that freaking death metal. He's looking in our soul. But just I'll send you where I think that you're. I would have loved it if Hawkman. Where's Shire? She went somewhere else. She didn't like it here. She was not treated well. But you end up with pretty cool. Now, the big thing that it's I think is going to happen. not a good time for ladies right now. No, that's what I'm saying. I, I think that we may end up having a Buffy the Vampire Slayer situation. Here, a good Eric. show? I do. No. Oh. But I did like the show. Because in my mind, there's only one reason to have the Adam and Adam Strange come to where, and it's not just to have a weird-looking, crying Adam. Right? I He's like this moment so much. I, mean, I just want to know what it means for the rest of I the think DC that universe what it's for the be, time we have left. I think they're going to gather the bodies, and they're going to go Lazarus Pit or something like that and bring them back, and they're going to be sucked out of a past that they wanted to be in, and it's going to be like Buffy. When I was she died and was brought back. Yeah, that's what I think it's going to be. Because I just I thinking, think they're going to be buried. I just thought to on. myself, is that why they're there? Just so you can have a burial. But it'd be weird to have a burial in a book when they are back in the past. So you'd have to kind of go back and forth. It'd be weird. But to have them there and the bodies there and to see the sacrifice and to see that they did die saving all these slaves, it was good. And though, well, Tony, I'm if like, you want to well, deal with this whole thing, that? I actually just think this whole thing where you have Adam Strange and the Adam Ray Palmer here, the friends of Carter Hall, yeah. who come down after, you know, you they just, just wanted saved. them to see it. And the whole that... thing where they come down because they were brought in to help and they couldn't find yeah. them. Now that they, you know, the Lord Beyond the Void's place has been brought through the dimension, the Lord is gone. And we just have the bodies of Shire and Carter Hall and the rest of the slaves of the Lord Beyond the Void are like, 
they saved us, you know, this whole thing. Oh, yeah. And you just walk upon the bodies and Ray Palmer's just there just crying over a friend no. that he has like, and now I, not knowing that they are going to be able he's to gonna rust, It's Eric. almost this one thing where I swear to God, there should be space cabbie who flies up next to him. <laughs> he's got a Western Union no. freaking telegram from 1940. The doc's alive. I mean, Carter's <laughs> alive. Space cabbie died in that super he's in mini, Eric. He, he died. He's uh, in yeah, World War II. That would be great. World War II. Oh, no. Get, get the train going. Where'd Space Cabby die? Go. Remember, he was like, we thought that he ended he up dying, but back. it did seem like he was brought back. Yeah. But he did die, it seemed, at one point in that Super Sonic I just want you know, the end of Back to the Future 2 into Back to the Future 3 that would here, be funny. where Carter Hall sends a freaking telegram well, from World War Well, you already said that the idea of all the souls coming out was ripped off of a bunch of other things yes. anyway, so you might as well go full out. Uh, but yeah, I Ray wonder Palmer if... becomes Marty McFly, they're like, the Carter's alive, the Hawks are alive. That would be great. And what I do like about this, <laughs> there was a little thing in the Injustice, the new Injustice uh, digital first, where you end up having, and it's a JSA thing, but you end up having a big celebration for the JSA and the Spectre's there. And he ends up leaving. He's like, hey, everybody, I got to get out of here. And they, like, and you end up having, I think it was Alan Scott saying, hey, you know, we didn't really think the you know, spirit of vengeance was going to come to a party anyway. So you're good. You can go. And Wonder Woman says at the end, basically, hey, just remember, we all know how much you do, even if the regular people, you know, normal people don't know what happened and how much you saved them. We do know and we appreciate it. I think that that's what I get from this. The idea that Carter and Shire, they have saved the universe. Yeah. They've saved everything. And you need somebody to know that. And at least they can go from there. But it is one of those things like they have pretty much done the ultimate hero sacrifice. But yet only two people will know of it, of what no, no, really, you, you know, Adam and Ra- Adam, like uh, uh, Adam Strange and Ray Palmer, they're going to tell everybody. They're going to nah, be monuments no, built on but I'm Earth. Saying, nobody's going to listen to them. Smack. <laughs> It'd be funny. They come back. Look, hey, what? Maybe, yeah, maybe Adam, we don't like you. Let, let's just think. Let's put all the continuity that we have going on right now, whether it's Black Label or not, and just say before Adam Strange's book comes out, he does this. Everybody's going to listen to Adam Strange because everybody loves him. That's true. They're like they go <laughs> they go on like a news thing and like, hey, you know, Hawkman, he saved everyone. You mean that guy that was flying around killing everyone? You no, mean no, that, that, that Garyan war criminal. That, that was Scott. No, no. He no, died no. before. It's fine. I'm telling you, everybody's just like down with the Hawkman. They, they're all against them. That's all they know up and out. And they're like, you like them? We no, don't no. like you. Carter either. Hall died a hero. Qatar Hall. That's a different yeah. story, everybody. I, I, and then people are like, I don't understand what you're saying. You're not let alone. Me tell you the, let me tell you the definitive have, origin. To have the Hawkman book at this point in time, number 26, have a soft reboot where we now have a JSA book sounds like the most issues, amazing yeah. thing ever until it's over. I'm like, yeah, this I ends in November. So we, we'll we're have sitting a couple at the, the JSA table at the Brownstone. We have Sandman, Wildcat, The Flash, and Alan Scott, the Green Lantern here with the Hawks. Yeah. They're like, what we, what's up next, Hawks? I'm like, I need to read the next one so Yeah, this bad. will be cool. This will be something where, and I do, I want to tell everybody. Especially because they're not all decrepit the way they look well, in the old death metal. Here, here's the thing. This is a great thing for us to push because I would think because of how this is set up, they're the younger, like you said, all that. You're just going to kind of get a little teeny JSA miniseries. Now, you're probably going to know a little, but this might be this weird jumping on point to end it just to get your JSA fixed before all the things end up changing. And the thing is, like even if this doesn't matter, but this also does feel like one of those things that like it could have been in the works before Dan DiDio got fired and we were working towards a and 5G with the different the generations. And this would have been the, like the yeah, golden we, generation. We know, we know that there were books that did have things that were setting that up. So you're, you're exactly right. It could be. 
but now but it, it has to kind of meld to do something else. And, and, it's getting and like I said, if you're going to end up doing something with the JSA, as you have said, magically DH, make yeah. them do this, make them do that. It's great to have Carter and Ch- they're there with them. So whatever happens to them, if this was a jumping off point to that, at least you have the team there and you can do that. So that's pretty cool. Uh, and like I said, the art's fantastic. Well, it even the whole thing great. that they did back in the day where Carter was brought back to life, you know, he had died from the Golden Age kind of thing. All the rest of them were, had been, you know, de-aged a bunch of times at this point before Flashpoint and stuff like that. Carter was brought back to life. Cheyenne, she was dead. Kendra Saunders was the next reincarnation. Yeah. And that's the whole thing of how we had the Hawkman and Hawk woman at that point. Yeah, yeah. Where is Kendra? Uh, she's what's doing she stuff. up to? She's got the she metal just, wings hanging out. She's doing anth metal stuff. But weren't those wings a map? I heard they were a map. They were a map that to crazy I've heard a land. Lot of things. I, I don't, <laughs> they were a map I to the location that drives you doing. nuts. It, it's the map to unexplained to avenue. This, I'm on a rock down to unexplained avenue. I That's hate that avenue. Yeah, you, you're not real. Good they get handsy down there. <laughs> they really do, and then you're and like, "What is shit? <laughs> Why'd you do that?" You ain't saying shit, yeah. and you aren't on it either. You ain't saying nothing. We're playing and William. By the don't way, tell. When you left Unexplained Avenue, you fell and hit that doorknob as well. Oh, oh no. no! Oh no! But what great did you get ending this? to this Calkman story, yeah. though. I'm telling you, I am so jazzed to get what we're getting next. But you're jazzed. I'm jazzed. I'm just jazzed here, oh. getting there. But. The story overall, dealing with the Lord Beyond the Void, it's kind of a letdown in my mind and actually cliched and just really rushed to a conclusion, but I still had a good time. I think the book looks amazing. I love the Hawks, you know, and we get to have them good and proper going forward, but a 6.5 out of 10. Who's your favorite Blackhawk of all time? Is it Dennis Savard or is it Jeremy Roenick? It's Darkhawk from Marvel. Are you a Chris Chelios fan? You are. I think you'd like Chris Chelios. Uh, With this all, like you said, it's a funny thing because in this issue – you have a lot of the stuff that we have said as the formula that we've been going all along with our man Diddy, right? Oh. You end up having these big moments. The big moment, obviously, being the JSA at the end. That's such a big moment. I'm telling you, it overshadows oh, oh, it the idea does. that I'm so upset earlier where what? the souls, like, they're coming. Oh, man, like, that whole deal. The idea of the Lord Beyond the Void, done. And also, your debt's done, too. It's all like one fell swoop, boom, done. <sighs> But then I kind of ended up like losing track of that anger when you're like, oh, Jess, oh my. And it's also, <laughs> it's so funny, too. That. The definitive origin of Hawkman with what we're going to have, like, the, we're tr- finally going to explain Hawkman's past, the reincarnation, all these different things, what it really means. And now it's wiped away. Yeah, I'm telling you, the We're definitive origin for me is all I care about is the JSA deal. So I'm like, yep, you did it. I'm in. But yeah, by the end, you even said you're so excited to see what's going on. And I think that this Jazzed, is something awesome. You did say jazz. I've never heard you use that except when you were talking Fresh Prince. And so when you have all this going on, I have to give credit to the Diddies because while we have kind of thrown shade at some people saying, guys, you can't just be confused or, you know, fooled or duped by this cliffhanger, please. Duped the shit me. out of me he right here. the crap out of me. I got duped so bad that it went all the way full circle. And at the end, I'm still duped. I, I don't know how it works. I'm giving it an 8 out of 10. Awesome. I, I'm telling you, I ended up reading this. And yes, nothing happens until the end. But boy, something happens. I and really had to really be critical with the dumb done. I'm all about that ending. I know. Well, this is more there, of your book. Remember, yeah. I'm just kind of, you're, you're driving. You're driving the, the 
the car, which is so dangerous, but you're still doing this. You want to talk I'm, dangerous? I am. Jess, I'm just a passenger. Jess just went to New York right before we went started. She went to go pick up her parents Not and go to New York watch. for the weekend. She even says to me today when she's picking me up from is work. Is it her like grandmother, that real old lady? Is that that birthday again? Nah, that I don't know. Going going on? Yeah, something maybe she's still alive. I actually, the thing is, I, I don't know why she's going. I just know she left. But she says yeah. to me, yeah. You know what? I'm so stupid. I'm going to leave my car keys here for you. You can take the car wherever you and want. And goes gone. the dynamite. That's I helped her drive. I, I drove the car from Pet Boys to the house to help her out because she didn't want to walk because it looked like it was going to rain. And she was so impressed. I don't. I haven't had a license in over a decade at this point. And were she's you all, like, were you bare knuckle driving? Were you pushed like right against the steering wheel, or were you like? If I'm going to do it, I'm going to go down the way I do. And you were driving like lean in the middle and stuff no, no, like I was, that. I was definitely like, you know, back. But the thing is, terrified the entire time. Yeah. Well, I know what you're saying, because while I can see a little better than you uh, and I've driven, you know, recently, because that's the thing. You can see a little better now. You yeah, actually I was wearing my have, glasses. You know, glasses. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You actually have the deal. Um, but you haven't driven in a while. So but. I ended up when I came back from South Carolina, when we drove back is where I realized, boy, I can't really see at night very well anymore, especially with context that I leave in for a year. I'm having problems. And I was petrified going back and then torrential downpour. And I was, I was going to just pull over. I, and I just kept going and everybody else in the car fell asleep. Now, Rafe in Alex's car at that point, had shit his pants. So we could, you know, go with that. But with the idea (laughs) is I was going and I was so petrified. I was watching just the lines then i was so happy because also this was at like 2 30 in the morning and i'm the only one on the road so that even made it worse i needed somebody's you know tail lights to follow and things like that finally i did and we, we got home obviously but i know how that is it, like, it does get what terrifying. is up with jess's judgment now where she I'm, wants I'm, you to die she's I, become we're just gonna, like pulled like over to and stuff like, like she's in new that york right true. now that's I really get pulled true over i don't have re- registration Dude, i don't have the a best license too is if they took even you, have her cell phone like you don't like you don't know and i guess you have some of your friends you don't know my number i, I don't know no, the thing is i i don't have any of my friends well, numbers i, I don't would, know anybody's number i would certainly laugh and think of picking you up if you were at downtown but they, you know but i would come pick you up but you wouldn't be able to get a hold of me you, i wouldn't be say, able to get a hold of anybody they say like you have one call you're like can i actually use that for a twitter message hey do you guys <laughs> can got I go a- on twitter an online kind of thing though yeah, i could deal because with this that's right how now. me and you talk is just on twitter or uh, all of a sudden i get a zencaster thing all right you guys What's got facebook here because i need to get a hold of my girlfriend on the facebook yeah, messenger you end up getting a hold of me on zencaster and I, i'm not even listening i'm just laying on sound effects oh i didn't know we were I'm doing a, a show right oh my now. god please, please, please stop, oh my goodness. stop messing around oh, yeah. oh my goodness gracious yeah so at the, end, though, right at the end i really like this I really like this right. issue. And I end up where this is what I was trying to get at at the beginning of the show, where you don't hate this book. You never have. You just haven't loved I it as much more. as some people want you to. You get some people throw shit at you on Twitter and stuff like that about, oh, my God, Eric <laughs> Shea even likes this one when you gave it a seven. They're like, they're having parties in the streets. There's There's a Mardi Gras that started out somewhere because they said you actually gave over a seven. But. The idea of it is a lot of the books haven't been hitting. We we have been a little down on some of the books, mostly the line we've been yelling. I said, even Alex M went on Twitter right before we started and said that I was yelling and screaming a couple of weeks ago when we had that Legends of the Dark Knight screaming. Oh, people should lose their jobs, and now they have. Now I feel bad, but... 
the idea of that? it is. Yeah, yeah. I, I just said I that people should be ashamed. All. Remember when I was telling them they should all be ashamed of all this stuff and all that? I, I went back to listen. I'm like, boy, I was mean. But that was beforehand. But with this, though, you are whittling down the line. We're going to have less books. A lot of the ones that we like are leaving. These are the ones that we like, or at least don't get angry about. Some of these others that drive us Action nuts, they continue. Superman. Yeah. yeah. Hashtag fire Bendis. Well, this is a whole wraparound there to get us back to the beginning. But yeah, you end up having Le- Legion of Superheroes. Legion we actually of superheroes. have said, we actually said, we ain't talking about that one. That book, it got that canceled stands. to us a couple that weeks stands. ago, right? Yeah. I'm saying for us here, screw that. But yeah, I agree. With, with all of this going down, we are losing some of these quirky Look, little you, books that we all like. These books. If one of these weird weeks we're like we're cutting twenty five percent of the books, and only, like this week only Legion of Superheroes is coming out, we're not doing a podcast that week. No, uh, we'll end up doing something on the Patreon for them yeah. because they do that. But it would be you know. So, but I think that we may end up with weeks where there's three books and two are on the Amazing. Patreon. <laughs> would be weird. And if that happens, just I let you know. Let's just do them all on that Thursday, so we're just done, right? Done and yeah, done. Yeah, I do that. So. Yeah, I, I really like this, but still not my book of the week, Eric, because now let's go to the book of the week. All right, Eric, and what is your book of the week? My book of the week is Just Like Odyssey number 23. That is mine as well, and what it book. is funny. It is canceled. It's coming to a conclusion. I did end up mentioning, and I did give a little spoiler in the whole deal. I had a news program on Patreon today, and I did talk about, hey, you know, some of these littler books that did end up getting canceled it's a shame because if they were digital first or whatever it probably could continue but you also have an idea where jim lee in this interview that everybody's losing their mind over has said that books need a purpose you can't just have a book thrown out justice league odyssey is such a weird book and we talked about it you know the idea of what is that purpose and what's going on but boy we like it yeah. and i wish that it would continue i wish that we could have gotten what i we actually wanted. want to know what the original real purpose of that whole thing was with scott Snyder well, saying yeah well that's We're doing yeah there this was the justice league the justice league dark and the jlo these are all big books they're all going to converge on you know whatever legitimately death metal or not but i'm like yeah this, this feels kind of separate i'm well, not saying that just like dark's doing anything to really like get towards any kind of real direction but i'm like what was the original plan for i these think books? that maybe the original plan if, if i was just a guessing man you are a you guessing know, man i'm a guessing man i am i really am but <laughs> i think that what was originally going to happen we would have had a story evolve that would have been in place of the death metal i think that we were going to have a story going through these books that we're going to deal with perpetua the source well all that stuff and then once they decided that wasn't happening everything lost track of where it was going and then we had death metal to do it bigger and maybe better i don't know but that's what I, it seemed like when it started out the way that scott snyder was talking was it was going to just be a solid three book continuity going with this whole story things got awry but we have a bunch of books next week two will be on the patreon so if you want to go and listen to those you would have to go over to the patreon we have it every thursday night and i will say that most of the time now it's about an hour and a half for those two books we we get together right. we, we gotta start cut this down yipping and a yapping we do uh but you'd have to go to patreon.com slash weird science as we always say and here's what we have going on and i'm gonna ask you a couple questions oh, as geez. we go with some of these one of the things comes up and i'll tell you every time and i see it out of the corner of my eye and i keep thinking it says something different which i actually want more than the book but we have aquaman number 62 this is that start of the two-part little interlude type deal side story Aqualad? with 
Jackson Heidel Aqualad going with Black Manus. So that's pretty cool. Uh, that book is th- – there's a weird deal where you end up having – it seems Kelly Sudeconic's leaving mm-hmm. uh, you know, in November, but up in the air if that book's going to continue or not. Nobody knows what exactly is going on. We thought that was so announced we'll canceled. No, it wasn't. It was not announced canceled. There's not. Remember that tweet that they said that it would. It didn't have final issue, and so everything is up in the air with it. Oh, Kelly I really Sudeconic. thought that was one of those things nope. that they just got rid of. I thought it was sixty-five. No, and actually, like, we're done. No, and actually, if you look at even the big headlines of the things canceled, that's why it says Aquaman up in the air. We're underwater, maybe. I don't know. You, you know, know what really grinds my gears? That does good. But yeah, the whole deal is Kelly Sue DeConnick's off and it's up in the air. I do think that maybe it will be gone. But again, Red Hood continues. So yeah. anything can happen. We have Batman number 97. You end up having Batman spitting out some Joker toxin with the Joker yelling, feeling comfy, Bats? <laughs> Good. Oh, there we go. We have a book Stop that commenting I, on the covers. <laughs> I love talking about the covers because they drive Since me when? Since I had to start going through this nonsense and look at them. That's when when DC <laughs> decided not to give us the review copies, and I have to look at them. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna comment there. We end up having Catwoman number twenty four, which it's funny. With that is, it seems like the last Catwoman came out like seventeen years ago, and we would have been past the whole idea. Of you know Snowflame and all that, but we're back. Snowflame, we're we're there doing that deal. Doesn't it seem like that's so far back? It does. I didn't even remember it. A very muscular Catwoman on the cover, but if you didn't know, that's a Northcott Murphy Torme joint. There, we end up having what is (laughs) Dark Knight's Death Metal Guidebook number one. Out of the corner of my eye, I keep thinking it says Dark Knight's Death Metal Cookbook cricket and i want to serve man i want the cookbook you know i i want that instead of this guidebook uh supposedly it's what i've been told (laughs) supposedly what i've been told eric and this might intrigue you also i'll tell you this is definitely going to be on the patreon if you ask me but you end up or what i was going to tell you guidebook do we deal with guidebooks eric well we did for multiversity well with this it seems to just be little vignettes, little stories, but one of them supposedly is the story of what happened after they went through the door, okay. the Justice League. Because I really thought this was going to mirror the exact same way that Grant Morrison did the multiversity guide. Well, I'm sure it's it's trying to do that. Everything else is trying to jump on that tip. But the idea, this is it what is? I heard. <laughs> I do, Well, I'm saying all this nonsense that he has, he oh, seems to want to be every doing book Grant Morrison. That multiversity no, no, guy I'm book. saying like, you're you end up having Scott Snyder really trying to be yes. along the idea of a Grant Morrison, even with the idea of an amalgam type deal where you're going to diss the company and stuff i heard but uh yeah it's supposed to have that story so that's big we've been wanting to see that so if that's the case then yeah harley quinn number 75 finale it is a roast eric i mean how much better can this run of sam humphreys get i mean he is i imagine it's gonna be along the same lines of those alleged that second part of the two episode series legends of the superheroes from the late 70s yeah probably well with this it a roast is usually funny, right? Well, the best thing is Sam Humphreys is a joke. Boom! I, I, I don't like his run. I don't like his run at all. And the jokes that he has had on there, nothing. And it says, this comic has it all, and then Harley's yelling, except for class. <laughs> oh, you got me. Justice League number 51. <laughs> Such nonsense. Justice League number 51. You end up having the start of the uh, Jeff Loveness Little right. to deal. It is a black mercy, as I like to say. 
have mercy. Planet of right. Black Mercy. Yeah, the Planet of the Mac Black Mercy. So that that could be interesting, or it could just be real hokey and surface Turns level. We'll say I was wrong. It was Earth all along. All along, I can sing. That's all we need to have there. We have Metal Men number nine. You love that book, so do I. It's one of the best books we think going on There's right poor metal now. Mammals. There's one guy that was on Twitter that with all of these cancellations said, how dare you cancel Metal Men? And I, I <laughs> didn't hit 12. Then you end up at, why isn't Terrifics canceled? It was already canceled. Yeah. I ended up being there. I don't want to well, be here, the one I thought that, from but. the news coming out, and it really seemed like everybody was all upset that Aquaman was canceled yeah, and it's coming yeah. to an end. And I, I believed it wholeheartedly. And again, it might be, but and it didn't say wrong, final issue. I'm shove it down your throat. Well, it didn't say final issue. And you even had the deal where Aquaverse actually even had a I, – I retweeted it. This was something that it seemed like they were in the know. They were told, hey, tomorrow's solicits for Aquaman will have final issue, but don't worry, more to come. I can't spoil it. More. And then it came out, and I'm like, they really screwed you. I mean, we've been lied to a lot by creators as well. Sure and we know how stupid it makes you look. So I feel bad. But you have Nightwing number 73. An well, issue that's the where- thing is, he says more to come, but he doesn't say issues or anything like that. You no, just can no. get more from Aquaman. Here is what I thought just not the was. Series. That's what, what I thought was what ended up where we'll go back to Sam Humphreys when uh-huh. you have Harley canceled. And he said, listen, Harley's being canceled, but a lot of big things coming. You always have that, but you could end up where, like you said, you could end up having, you know, Aquaman in another book, or you could have a, a mini series. You can have a lot of things that maybe are going to come down the line. But I just imagine finally now. Jeff Johns, you know, seven C's stories. Oh, the come seven out. C's is it? Yeah. Nightwing number 73, one big happy family. What's cool about this cover, Eric, let me tell you, is the font of one big happy family is like the oh, death of the family the font. font. It is the, you would see it. It's pretty cool, but you end I up having, you end up having a, um, a Rick Grayson. Rick Grayson looks like, I don't know what he looks like there. He looks nonsense, but that's one Good. of the books like the flash where me and you were kind of not a bet, but an unofficial bet of it was going to suck or not. So you're looking forward to it. I was not as much, but I hope it gets better. Teen Titans number 44. That's coming to an end soon. It's a shame. You end up changing up the team as the creative team. I mean, with Robbie Thompson and it just seems like, yeah, you're just going to end. And with that, why do you change that up and then cancel it right away? Do you have any theories of that, Eric? Or is it just the way the, the dice rolled? It's weird I, I just, to change I just think like that, that. Nobody's really digging the Teen Titans. And they I was weren't. looking forward to what Robbie Thompson was going to bring. And from too. what he's brought so far, I can't say I'm impressed. <laughs> do you think that that's what it is? They were like, you get a couple issues and you're bullshit. I, I, it's just weird to change up things. But a uh, surprise book this coming up week and the last one that I will actually mention will probably be on the podcast. Wonder Woman Annual number four. And it is Steve Orlando and it's entered the lair of the dark fates. It's going to kind of go back to Steve Orlando. I don't know if that's well served with I feel like starting we're constantly doing wonder woman annuals. Well, I, know I, I don't not, think but yeah. it, for some reason it just feels that way to me. I, I don't think this is well served. I've actually talked to Steve Orlando. He's a real nice guy, all of that. But the idea that you start a new run with Mariko Tamaki and then you have an annual that goes back to the story, Steve Orlando. That seems like you're not really helping things out, but we'll see how that is. There's also Wonder Woman Dead Earth number four that people love. We don't actually talk about it on the podcast, but boy, people love that book. It's a, you know, it's a black label book. I don't yeah, think you would deal with that black you would, label. You would not like it at all. <laughs> I'm telling you, just the art. Good. 
God, it's Daniel I Warren made the right Johnson. Choice. It's Daniel Warren Johnson. He writes and does the art, and boy, uh, he's the one who did the writing and art for the Batmobile. And I don't think you quite love that art the way it was. Uh, it's you know, it's not your style. But that's not. Do you remember that that whole I deal? Do. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that. But that's it. That's what's coming up. Two of those books will be on. And all I can say about Patreon. that is, thankfully, it wasn't the art for the Robin King from that book. That is true. Riley Rossmo. That is shade, Eric. That is backdoor shade, shade. at its best. But that's it, everybody. Like that's I it. said, if you want to help us, give us a little inspiration. Also get a lot of shows. Go over to the Patreon. Patreon.com slash weird science. I ended up doing a show today, the new show where I did talk about at least my theories or thoughts on this whole thing going down with so DC and bullshit. what they're going on for it. Yeah, yeah. It is, but you know, it's my <laughs> bullshit. So you can end up liking it or not. Rob Lewis liked it, so that's all I care about, Eric. So you go to hell. But what do we say at we the end? We need to get that sound. No, we need to get that sound effect going on from History of the World Part One, where Mel Brooks walks up, like, "What's you like? What's your profession? I'm a stand-up philosopher." Oh, you're a oh, bullshit artist. You're a bullshit artist. Then, yeah, we, we need to get that. that. Can we add just the sound of the first art critic? It's just the sound of him pissing on the wall. Can we have that? Hey, Eric, what do we say at the end of the podcast? Everybody have a great week. Week. Keep it weird. Weird. And we'll see you in seven. See you in seven. You know what really grinds my gears?